0: This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. <laughs>
1: hey guys, hey Nathan Costello says, "Biscuit boy, I've seen you in here. You effing liar! Don't you lie to me in bed."
2: Evening, booze. <laughs> Evening, booze.
1: <laughs> hey Jay, scoot that mic back, man, if you can. How about that? That's perfect. Yeah, it sounds thic- sexual. Oh man, Michael Stapp says live. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. We never know. We're just unprofessional from top to bottom. Cause it's going to be a fun night. we got a fun fucking show, man. Ah, damn it, I yeah, cursed you yeah, in yeah. the first minute. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: What did you say? I said fuck. You said mother trucking. And then I said shit. What the fucking cunt. Damn it. <sighs> shit. Poop. Just, We're never going to get verified. Never. It's, That's all I want for Christmas. Poop, Ron. Just poop give me that check mark
1: (laughs) (laughs) honestly dude i don't think the check marks a good thing anymore because anytime you say anything everybody's like oh great the verified guy's got something to say he thinks he's fucking special so maybe it's a good thing we'll never have never and will never get verified by anybody i don't know i don't know how's everybody doing on this monday night Did everybody have a shitty day at work as monday requires you must this is the way it's a part of the deal Marco V. Villator with the first super chat tonight. Thanks, buddy. He says, "Jay, that was the best Star Wars episode ever. Skywalker went beast mode. We gonna talk
2: about it? Uh, yes, it w- yes, it was. Oh my god, holy shit, dude! Like all the memes that are popping up. Like when uh, there's one uh, where um, I can't remember the guy's name, the moth." there was a meme of him where he says only one x-wing showed up and he's like ha <laughs> and he's like only one x-wing showed up huh <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's so good it's like i i'm not shitting with you one of the best moments on television i've ever seen ever
1: by the way i guess that's not a spoiler now i saw someone posted on twitter it was like screen ran or something they just uh, post yeah. a picture of it and they were like how this scene happened and i was like goddamn guys it's been like two days
2: mop gideon yeah that's right yeah i know i was trying to avoid any spoilers when i posted on facebook but then people like dropping it i'm like well fuck it let it burn let it burn <laughs> i didn't want people to get pissed off but i t- uh, my brothers i got him to watch it cody's watching it now and i didn't want to spoil it for him uh i'm actually working my way back through the first season with uh april um she doesn't know that but it doesn't matter i mean if you, i'm sure most of you guys have already seen it yeah i think i think once once the news sites start posting
1: it it's fair game but just before forewarned, jay's gonna give his review for uh the mandalorian season three and uh apparently the spoilers are out there so i don't know if you want to check back with this in like 20 minutes if you don't want to have it spoilers for you put the old school earmuffs on or what you want to do but
2: just in case you don't want to spoil just, it to so just say close. just say earmuffs then you can say fuck shit whatever right, just right, say earmuffs all right
1: frank you know I just do not want the kid here curse words it's not gay <laughs>
2: he's like don't abuse it <laughs> i just watched like 20 minutes of that last night before i went to bed i love it's that classic movie. times yeah man I, I I loved it. That like I, honestly it 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 uh, shuffled up my favorite TV shows after I watched that. Like right now it's setting at Sopranos, Cobra Kai, um The Mandalorian now is third. Fourth is uh yeah, fourth is um well I was going to say Oz, but fourth would be Breaking Bad then Oz at fifth. You do love Oz. You're an Oz-watching son of a bitch. You I love son those cock swingers. Those <laughs> cock swinging. Hey, man, you don't don't judge it until you ever see that soap, those soap suds running down the crack of another man's ass. Don't you dare judge. <laughs> don't you dare judge, Johnny boy.
1: <laughs> uh, so we might as well get into it. We're already talking about it, man. Like, I, and again, some people thought when we post this that I'd watched it, too. I've not. I've only seen the first episode of Mandalorian. And while I liked it, I just don't have the time in my life for a new friend right now to quote cable guy, Jack Black. Or uh, not Jack Black, but Matthew Broderick to jim carrey but uh yeah uh jay watched that and i watched the wwe pay-per-view last night so we're gonna take turns giving our reviews to each of those things and uh that's just the way it is so stone cold set so this is the way oh yes so how was uh,
2: Man it? oh god damn i mean th- there's no like if there were a richter scale that motherfucker broke it and then shit in the mouth of whatever held it before like it literally <laughs> went off the rails dude like it's one of the best dramas uh, i've ever seen and it, and it really is funny because it's it it's got a it's got a Western style feel to it throughout the entire season one and season two they keep that up. It's like High Plains Drifter, Outlaw, Josie Wells, uh, Pale Rider, all those awesome Clint Eastwood oldies. Mixed in with like the sci fi drama, and dude, they, they they nail it. I can't, and it's funny because there, there's people showing quotes from JJ uh, Abrams. What and do John Favreau literally scud missiles this motherfucker uh, quote out of the water? JJ Abrams said, There's no way to appease old Star, War- Star Wars fans while introducing new characters. And John Favreau, there's a meme that says, Hold my beer because he fucking does it. <laughs> oh, like, so he like, didn't like John Fa-
1: him or anything. It was just no, like no, jo- no,
2: okay. John Favreau didn't say anything, it was oh, just okay. a meme, but, but it, it sums it up perfectly. Dude, it's one of the best story. To elements in a show I've ever seen because that's what really what was missing throughout the whole like the next generation of Star Wars is that the storytelling's been off like when Disney acquired Star Wars like everybody assumed it was going to kind of continue the tradition of George Lucas and they they were like no, no no rely on the special effects special effects fell bitch and then they were like oh see that you done fucked it up but the Mandalorian has got solid storytelling it's got great characters that they develop over the show and in the second season they really flesh them out the chemistry is off the charts and, and I, I don't know the the ending. When you get to the last episode, when you find out who that is that's walking down there, do your face like I, I like I was like, no, that ain't it, that ain't it, because I saw it and I was like, that shit, that's a lie, that's a lie. And then I saw it when he was got when he got closer when it revealed, I was like, holy fuck, it's like a <laughs> I went straight, baby Yoda, and I was like, uh, yeah, dude, it was fun. I, I mean, might as well we might as well get it out here. Uh, the the ending for this show. So spoiler alert here. Uh, the the big the big surprise ending well, h- is uh. Hang on, I do not mean to cut you off. Hang on real quick, cause this super
1: chat's about to disappear and we'll lose it. So okay. Uh, Sean Tubby, one two three, thanks, buddy. Says number one, what's up, close sticks. Number two, five five layer burrito from Taco Bell. Number three, Good low chip. key Jay got style. Number four, Mike is my emo country man. Number five, sorry. Sorry, y'all, no song
2: request for this week piece.
1: I like that. Emo countryman.
2: I like it. I like it. You know what? If you just sent a Christmas card with all that stuff on it, you would be best friends with us for life. That's That's all we need.
1: You can write a good song, but you can also chop some fucking wood. Uh, Joe Medeiros, thank you for the super chat, buddy. He says, John Favreau is really doing a great job with the Star Wars universe.
2: He is. John Favreau is is killing it. Absolutely killing it. Uh, And again, it's just really interesting. You take someone like John Favreau who is showing – that he can take stuff like properties that are pretty much dead in the water and rescue it. I mean, I'm not saying Star Wars was dead in the water, but it's been on life support for a little bit. And John yeah. Favreau's reaching and, and pulling it out of the dirt. I mean, and again, he's just relying on great storytelling to tell the story. I mean, yeah, the special effects are there. And like the story, you don't need to rely so much on that to tell the story. The character building and those arcs that he sets up is what's important. I mean, you look at Iron Man. I mean, he took Iron Man, which was a mid tier Marvel character, and made it phenomenal, made it it's huge. True he did the same thing with elf i mean he you know he said i want to make a christmas movie and he made a cult classic <clears throat> so i'm just saying it's all about story and how you how you execute it but yeah so this is spoiler right here because i just I, I think everybody wants to get to the bantha in the room <laughs> that's star wars reference uh the bantha uh, but uh, <laughs> i don't know the,
1: what that means
2: it's a it's like it's a little never mind it's, it, a, yeah. it's a yeah Inside it's a, baseball. a it's a hoth it's it's from the planet hoth the snow planet where St- <laughs> Santa claus lives but no um uh, so the band thing in the room, I suppose, is that Luke Skywalker does show up. He shows up at the very end of season two. I mean, I'm talking about, you know the hallway scene in Rogue One? Yeah. They replicate that with fucking Luke Skywalker, oh. dude. Like an X-Wing flies in and it's just a lone X-Wing. And uh, Moff Gideon's like, ha ha, it's all they want, X-Wing. And then you're <laughs> like, wait a minute, there's one X-Wing. And there, there was like a tingling in my wiener hole. And I'm like, there's no way. There's no fucking way. And I was like... Because Baby Yoda had reached out to the Force right before they got to the right before he got captured, and he sent out a signal to any Jedi that were uh, 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 available to come, you know, get him. And I was like, "There's no goddamn way." And he fucking shows up to and he rules that shit. Like you see his green lightsaber extend like his wiener, and he just fucking mops the floor (laughs) with these Imperial dude. Like it's the coolest shit I've ever seen. And they use de aging on his face to make you know to make him look young because this takes place five years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Holy shit, God, dude! And then it's a really sad moment because does, does it look good though? Does the CGI look it, it, good? It, the mouth? The mouth's kind of fucked up a little bit, but otherwise it looks good. I mean, it looks good for a you know a TV show anyway. I mean, they didn't do a bad job uh, at all. And uh, Mark Hamill played it. They just used a body double and then they used the de aging on his face. And then and then oh, on, on top, yeah. And then dude, like one of the fucking. I'm not saying I cry because there might have been pajama wearing ninjas that snuck into my room late in, late in the evening while I was watching and cut a bunch of onions it's too cold for those goddamn ninjas but uh, <laughs> th- there's a there's a scene where the Mandalorian like their creed is to never remove their helmet and he has to give baby Yoda to Luke Skywalker so Luke Skywalker can take him and train him in the ways of the force and uh baby Yoda wants to see his face and Mandalorian takes his helmet off and shows his face in front of him and it was the first time he'd ever shown it to a, another creature uh, well, he shot it earlier in the season, but the first time he'd ever shown it to Baby Yoda. And, there, dude, I was like, I mean, that was it. I melted. I fucking, I, I look like Ivan Ooze crying Like I had to look <laughs> at myself in the mirror. And I was like, oh, you know that, that thing in Dane Cook? It's like you just continue staring at yourself when you're ugly crying. And you just cry more. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, how I, that's how I felt. It was all, but, dude, uh, yeah. And then Ahsoka Toei, uh, or I can't say her last name that well. She's in it as well. Uh, fan nice. favorite from, yeah, she's a badass dude. The girl, uh, Rosario Dawson plays her great amazing uh she's a fan favorite from clone wars she's also uh, she's a former apprentice of luke skywalker amazing uh also dude fucking michael bean is in this too uh, and uh, yeah, yeah yeah i know well he gets it in the end so yeah he, he finally gets Good. judgment day Good. but uh and then uh and dude the coolest thing is is i think it's like third episode in season two timothy oliphant shows up and he's fucking like the marshal of a mos eisley town just like deadwood that's and he's wearing cool. boba fett's armor boba fett's in this by the way Boba Fett shows up and uh he, it's dude, it's like there's so much to go over. I don't, I mean there's a lot to unpack and I don't want you guys to sit here for three hours. But if you've done if you've never seen any of the Star Wars uh Mandalorian, you've got to watch it. Season two really, really does amazing with it. Yeah, and somebody's like Vanessa says, I refuse to say Grogu. Yeah, they do name the baby Yoda's name is Grogu. That's Kind of an ugly name for such a cute baby, you know what I yeah, mean? Gro- yeah, Grogu sounds like you know some kind of chemical imbalance that you go to the doctor's like, you've got Grogu between your toes. And you're like, what? <laughs>
1: it's like that's like <laughs> naming a human baby, fuck face.
2: Yeah, but dude, after you know, after this was over, dude, oh yeah, and Katie Sackhoff is great in it as well. Um, she does, she comes back as another fan favorite from the Clone Wars, Bo, Bo Katarin, I think there's just there's so many different like moments in it that just mind but the, the luke skywalker one is one of the best things i've ever seen though like hands down the best thing you know how you saw rogue one and you saw that darth vader scene it just set it to another level yeah it's the same fucking thing and or like the wolverine scene in a in x x-men movie when you see the weapon x moment well nothing i saw was anything
1: negative about it like it was all great stuff and when you when you go and you take a character like luke skywalker uh, and you fucking CGI him. You better have some badass shit going on. You better have something cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I think easily that could have been just pure rage from the Star Wars fan base. But apparently they they must have fucking killed it, man. Because I haven't seen a single person pissed off. Uh, well, you know the
2: thing about it, and, and and again at the, it was like it was almost like because the music swells when he's in the hallway, and you, the, you, like I know hardcore fans were like, that's fucking Luke because he's got the one glove. And you're like, that's fucking Luke. And like, there's a music, like, the music's swelling, and it's like this orchestra moment, and it's almost apologetic. Like, it's like they're apologizing for The Last Jedi. They're like, we're sorry that we made Luke Skywalker suck on a, a tit. We didn't mean that. This is the Luke Skywalker you deserve. <laughs> Here you go. So, <laughs> like, so it puts the Luke from uh, Rise of the Skywalker to shame, or was it? Or was oh, God, Rise, dude, 100%. So. Like, he literally, yeah, Ryan Johnson and Johnson, I shouldn't make movies. Uh, <laughs> like, this was like the worst. Like, this was literally showing him how to actually treat these characters that people love. And I mean, again, I'm not saying they should have gone and made a de-aged uh, whole movie with Luke Skywalker, but I mean, I'm just saying it looked awesome. And that was what people wanted to see. Luke like whooping ass five years after return of the Jedi is what it is. And I don't know, man, I, I really can't wait. Like, I felt like Mark Anthony. I was literally just listening to it before. Like uh, at the end of it, I was like, uh tell me baby Yoda. Cause I need to know. <laughs> I, I, I want to know more. I, Cause there's so many questions you're left with because now, you know, uh, Mandalorian even says, I'll see you again to baby Yoda. And you don't know how that's going and do it. The very, very, so stick around after the credits in season two, last episode, because they have a scene Do Boba Fett goes, remember Jabba's palace and return of the Jedi. Yeah. Boba Fett comes down there, kills the guy that's on the throne and do like a fucking badass. Remind me of Ben Diesel in, uh, in, uh, Chronicles of Riddick. He's like, you keep what you kill. And he sets in the throne, dude. Like that, he like sits in the throne and he just leans forward and it says the book of Boba. That's the that's where they're gonna take place from there. I did see that they announced that today that that scene that show's coming. Yeah. so that's pretty yeah, dude, dope, it,
1: dude. Yeah, I know it was amazing. Marco Toro says everybody thought Sebastian Stan was gonna be Luke when he showed his face. No lie, he does look like a young Mark Hamill.
2: Yeah, I could that's see that. Too, well, yeah, too, Sebastian yeah. Stan. Yeah, I
1: could, I could see, see that. him. And plus, he's on the he's on the roster already. Maxima Mac, thank you very much for that. Says Moff Gideon, uh, when he knew a Jedi was coming, looked like when you have a friend over and you're not supposed to because you're grounded, and you hear your mom pull up in the driveway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's kind of true Yeah, Mafia did look like he had shit his pants pretty well Like he looked like he had been trying to pass a turd and then it, like, Or a fart And then it literally splattered on the back of his undies <laughs> He sharted himself But yeah, I, I don't know, man it, There's a lot of crazy And you know, uh, I was telling I, I don't know if it was Ken Burnett or, or somebody else We were talking on Facebook But I, I really want to know if they're going to continue doing uh, Because they mentioned Grand Admiral Thrawn Which is one of the best villains of all time uh, Ever I mean, they mentioned him That's who Ahsoka is go- looking for uh, is Grand Admiral Thrawn, and um, I think that's Ahsoka that's looking for him. But dude, he's one of the best villains. I mentioned him. I am wonder if they're going to keep drawing from the Heir to the Empire trilogy because if they do that, you're going to have Joris Both show up, which is a crazy Jedi master. He's fucking insane. He's like a dark side user, but he's like a clone, but he's insane. You're going to have that. You're going to have uh, uh, Dash Rindar show up, which is like a Han Solo kind of guy. That's There's a badass game. Ki- Dash Rindar's yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, I know. It sounds like he sells Gillette. <laughs> it sounds like he sells Bar- Barbasol. Uh, but yeah, dude, I, I can't wait, man. Uh, I'm just overwhelmed, like, and the excitement. And again, I I, I don't know if people understand how crazy Grand Admiral Thrawn is. He he's the best tactician ever in the Empire, ever. And like like the Emperor Palpatine was racist. Like he hated all aliens. He only wanted humans as as the Empire. And Grand Admiral Thrawn is literally a Chiss, which is blue skinned people with red eyes. And the fact that he rose God. up through the ranks. Too, yeah, he's sexy as fuck. But he rose up <laughs> through the ranks as a Grand Admiral, showcases his ability and how badass he really is. So, I mean, it's going to be amazing if they show him. So do you think that the, the third season was the best of the three? Second season.
1: The second season was the best. Was this just the second season? Yeah, just the second season. Oh, I thought this was the third season. I even no. think I put that in the fucking description. People are gonna be like, "Damn, these motherfuckers got those those uh, screeners on
2: lockdown." <laughs> I thought they the must. They season. must be working for the Imperial. <laughs> That's what <laughs> they're throwing people off. Uh, yeah, it's the second season. It's oh, okay. probably, yeah, I liked it better than the first season. Okay, so it's even better. Way got, more, uh, way more emotional. I dug the first episode, man. Like I said, I, I have, I
1: just haven't gotten back into it. But as a, as a non Star Wars person. I enjoyed the shit. I, I just even be, being a non-Star Wars person, the, the the pilot episode had me going. Okay, this is way better than the 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 like uh, retail version of Star Wars they've been pumping out lately. It felt like yeah. there was a story there, you know?
2: Yeah, well, that's what that's that that was the downfall of what Disney did. If you look at the sequel trilogy, starting with the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi, and and, and Skywalker, whatever Skywalker Rising. I don't remember what the last. I really the, the Rise of Skywalker. They're so disjointed from one another. They don't even feel like a trilogy. They yeah. just feel like separate movies that they're trying to bridge together and squish that shit together like Legos. Like it's like Lego pieces that don't fit, yeah. and you're like a frustrated dad trying to put it together for your kid, and you just squish it together like here, it works. <laughs> and it was like
1: react to what the audience wants rather than having a cohesive story to begin with.
2: Yeah, and I don't, I don't think that they, if they had, if they'd really, I really wish they'd had John Favreau. And the problem is, I think that John Favreau understood that if he'd made a like a, a studio movie with his ideas like there would be way too much studio involvement that's probably what happened to jj abrams there's yeah. a lot of chefs in the kitchen that want their ideas in the movie
1: i think abrams was perfect for that first film and i like the first film uh force awakens like i thought was that right. was good like i think we gave that fucking 10 just because you bring yeah. star wars back and you give everybody what they wanted what they expected in the last three movies that lucas had come out with with the cgi jar jar bink shit which by the way is it seems like it's looked that shit's looked on way more favorably now than it was when it came out, but the Force Awakens, man, I thought was great, but you really had to fucking pivot after that mm-hmm. and really do some new shit. Like the the next movie was supposed to be like, okay, now we brought it back, we reintroduced everybody, you know who the fuck they are, you know what we're doing. Now we're gonna fuck shit up, kind of like what Halloween did to Halloween Kills. Like Halloween came back, it reintroduced Lori, it reintroduced everybody, and now Halloween Kills apparently goes fucking buku nuts. Yeah, I expected that with this, and and never got it with that Ryan Johnson milk tit thing.
2: Yeah, that dude. Well, Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson, whatever his name is, uh, stupid Johnson, uh, no Johnson. I don't know. He, uh, he. Well, the, the problem with him too is he had so many stupid ideas that he was trying. I mean, I, I get it. There are fans of it, and it is what it is. I mean, if you like it, you like it. But he had too many ideas that he was trying. Like he was trying to make it too artsy or something. Like he was trying to make it an artsy fartsy film, and I'm like, dude, this isn't working. Like this is not like highbrow Broadway shit. I mean, people just want to go and see a good Star Wars movie and be reintroduced to their hero, Luke Skywalker, and it's not that fucking hard. Your idea is to make him suck a tit and just be miserable his whole life. Like, I, it just makes zero sense. And and he, and he coming out later and said he was a fan of Luke Skywalker. I was like, that doesn't I mean, you even have your star going on television or t- on Twitter and saying stuff like, yeah, yeah, that's not what my Luke would have done. And then having to tr- retract the statement and be like, no, I didn't mean it like that. I was like, yeah, you did, dog. Yeah. <laughs> don't you back off that. Sometimes you got to stand up to, to Papa Doc. Tell Papa Doc how it is. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hamill didn't come free out. Was like,
1: no, I this is not my shit. I just did what they
2: told yeah, me. Yeah, because they, he, and then, you, then JJ comes in and, and he's basically just putting up like whatever scraps are left around the debris. And it's like, all right, well, I'm going to super glue this hot shit together and give it to the fans be like i'm sorry this is the best i can do yeah that's all they did and, and it sucks because maybe jj abrams really did have an over arc like story that he just didn't get to tell i if john favor had been in there as executive producer and writer of the story and then kept everybody else out of the kitchen i don't know maybe it'd been a different story but i i you it sucked dude, because you got yet you carrie fisher in one of her last roles ever hmm. you had harrison ford you had fucking mark hamill again yeah, and anthony daniels Yeah, had all those guys and you you, you, bust, you just wasted it it seems to like i think jj
1: abrams might be like I, one trick pony is the wrong word for it but i don't like i think he's like a one movie kind of guy like he did mm. one mission impossible movie it was fucking dope mission Impossible three i thought was great you know he did one cloverfield movie and it was dope and the second cloverfield movie he didn't direct obviously he just produced but then i, I mean and that was good but yeah. the, the paradox and stuff like that, he just might. I think he put everything he had into The Force Awakens. And then when they asked I think him to do the third one, it was just like. I All
2: think right. the best job he did with a space type movie was Star Trek. Oh, that's the other one. Yeah, Star yeah, Trek. I so think I he, think he, yeah, did, he directed Star Trek. I think he, direct he directed two, one, no? I think he directed both of them. I think he directed both of them. But yeah. the second
1: one, while it was good, it still didn't have the same flavor as the first movie. Which I yeah, guess Star anyway, Trek. Anyway.
2: Star Trek was amazing. It might have been that he just had a lot more uh, like pressure on himself because J.J. Abrams had come out many times and said that he was a huge fan of the Star Wars material. Yeah, and or- I mean, he was like, beloved, like he knew how beloved it was. I'm not saying that Star Trek, don't you dare start no Trekkie fucking Star Wars situation in here. <laughs> but I'm just saying I, maybe he was like a lot more intimidated by Star Wars than Star Trek. I mean, I'm not trying to throw any shade at Abrams. I'm just saying if you think about it, though, if you actually think
1: about it, if you look at his filmography, maybe he's he's a director that like there's a lot of it's pretty to look at. It's, 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 you know, you got that lens flare and all that shit. It's pretty to look at. It's good for like one movie, but yeah. maybe his films just don't have that much depth to them. Uh, it's, mm. it's worth thinking about at least. I mean, like the force awakens again, it was big, beautiful, oh, but pretty he, simple.
2: He could be, that. I mean, maybe he's like diet Michael Bay. <laughs> like he's not full, he's not full flavored Michael Bay, but he's diet Michael Bay. Like he has uh, just enough in there where it's like, oh, well, it's, it's a good conversation. Michael Bay and him compared, but he can tell the story a little bit better. So Michael Bay, like that's all he is. Michael yeah, Bay. It's like, cocaine. It's, yeah, it's Michael Bay coming in out of AA. <laughs> I'm ready to get my life together. Uh, no, yeah, I, 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 but yeah, man, as far as Mandalorian season two, one of the best seasons of any show I've ever seen, one of the best finales on TV I've ever seen. The whole thing is cinematic. It still has that gunslinger flavor to it, and I mean, I couldn't be happier, dude. I, I really, honestly, do. I felt so goddamn moved. I was gonna write fucking John Favreau a letter and be like, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Edward Santiago, thanks, buddy. He says the removing of Mando's helmet was a callback to uh return when Vader wanted to see Luke yeah. with his own eyeballs.
2: He, he balls,
1: <laughs>
2: hey guys, <laughs> up yeah, I like how you slipped that in there like a stimulus bill check. By the way, you get $600. <laughs> we even, bitch you get
1: $600 at an ice cream party. Everybody, that's why
2: I tagged you in that that fucking uh <laughs> meme, dude. It's so on, it's so on point. <laughs> he goes. Hey, we're gonna take twenty percent out of your federal income tax for the rest of your life, and then we give you twelve hundred dollars once. Now we even, bitch. It's like, no, <laughs> man. We gave you roads. You got yeah. roads. <laughs> uh, yeah, row ads. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I, anyway, I like I, and I, I the main thing I've heard people, because uh, they're like, well, if you're not a Star Wars fan, that's the beauty of this of of Mandalorian season one and two is that it transcends that, just like Logan did yeah because even if you weren't a comic book fan you could watch logan and be like dude this is a badass like no country for old men style movie and that's exactly how the mandalorian is that's that's in pretty my-
1: badass jamie wright says it perfectly man i said uh jj is all about the box uh referencing i think he did a ted talk once i watched that he was talking about it's all about when you're when you're writing and shit it's about a mystery box you got this box no. the audience doesn't know what's inside of it you want to run your story around that it was really interesting uh talk but he said uh, he's all about the box he's good at setting up mysteries but he doesn't ever reveal what's in the box so his payoff sucks uh he did a ted talk on it. okay that's exactly what i was talking about yeah no well, that and, makes sense i mean did, wasn't he behind lost i mean that's like the quintessential like box fucking thing.
2: I, when the, I i never even watched that because i heard it was a fucking smoke monster at the end i'm like i don't give a shit smoke like, monster, that's
1: a- yeah dude the smoke monster was the was the way bigger disappointment than the end of the the whole series the end of the series pissed a bunch of people off because they did the flock thing and the shepherd thing i that confused me a little bit i didn't love it uh but the biggest disappointment was not the end of that show it was the fucking smoke monster being a goddamn puff of fucking smoke like a fart
2: as soon as i as soon as i saw or heard about that i'm like i'm not watching that shit if you've spent that long, you know, working it up, and it's literally a fart cloud yeah, that's coming after you, I was like, Nah, I'm not. I'm that good. That was
1: such a cool setup, man. You're on this fucking island. You crash there. You're meeting
2: all the characters. You're getting their backstories.
1: You're into it, and then all of a sudden, the trees start shaking, and you hear a roar. Yeah. You're like, Fucking Jurassic Park, man. There's gonna be the- a monster. And then it's like, No, nah, it's the, it's the cloud of smoke. <laughs> this a- dude, the devil's <laughs> vaping and just puffing his smoke out from the ground.
2: Smoke, man, here I come. And it was a
1: <laughs> it was it was a mechanical fucking smoke monster. It was a man controlled smoke monster. It's the dumbest shit ever, man.
2: Smokey Robinson in the house. Uh, like we the same kind of shit in Fantastic Four, uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer, which you know I have my opinions about that. But I thought we were finally going to get to see Galactus, and he just runs up there and it's a fucking electrical cloud, <laughs> and you see two eyes, and I was like, this shit looks like PS two. <laughs> like the final boss is <laughs> PS two.
1: That lost dude they, they had they, they they carried you for two whole seasons just wondering what's in this hatch in the fucking ground i remember that there was a hatch in the ground they spent two seasons trying to get into it and then like you you had to fucking know man like every episode yeah. you were an inch closer to see what's in that fucking hatch that hatch was literally the mystery box incarnate it was exactly what he's fucking talking it's genius really
2: It but- was like one of those uh what is that thing called that those those jelly beans like when you spell you spin the thing and you might get one that tastes <laughs> man, like boos- a sock bean yeah, bean beans yeah you got <laughs> one that tastes like a fucking sock you're like god damn it, i knew it
1: <laughs> exactly man so what do you what do you give it out of, out of 10 for
2: the, the season oh two? it's a it's a it's a fucking 10 i mean well, it, the, the the uh the whole thing like the whole season is a 10 i mean I, there wasn't i mean as far there might have been like some uh episodes that were a little slower than others but as far as like pacing it keeps it up really well like i mean as far as payoffs and and you know the emotional uh adventure that you go through like it's perfect it stays consistent through each episode yeah um
1: Scotty Boy Rule says I suggest you rewatch the show because you're completely wrong about everything. <laughs> about Lost, I guess so. I mean, maybe one. Day I, I, I haven't.
2: I it. I've never seen. i never. I refuse to watch it. <laughs>
1: so be. I'm not gonna. It's been it's been a long fucking time since I watched that man. Uh, but that's awesome. So you give season one a ten two. Is season two better than season one though?
2: I, I yeah it's it's it, yeah but yeah but like season one is still like nine point nine 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 almost yeah. there but it's just season two just I goes a little go bit further all the way with her. <laughs>
1: that's awesome, yeah. dude i'm glad it's fucking good i'm glad star wars people have something to be pumped about after this. yeah like
2: season one is like when you rub your tip around the temple and then season two is when you go in oh shit (laughs) it's like the foreplay the foreplay is over season three is gonna last one episode (laughs) season three is when you impregnate her and then you have child support
1: (laughs) it's gonna get bad of course i guess shit usually does get bad around season three for most of Mm -hmm. the but uh all right man well that's fucking dope i like it i like it Mm -hmm. uh Guys, so we're going to do one more thing. We're going to talk about the WWE thing, shoot the shit for a minute, and then uh, about at the one-hour mark, we're going to take our quick break. But when we come back, really cool, uh, really psyched about this. We're going to start doing a little bit of interviews and stuff on these live streams a bit. And uh, we're going to have Gareth West, who if you don't know, it's fucking dope. And we'll show you the trailer for this when we come out of the break. But there's a Power Rangers fan film coming out called Red Rising. And it's about the the Red Power Ranger, Jason, the best ranger. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll talk about that. It's not true. But uh, the best ranger, always. Um, But it's about his ptsd after losing his powers as a power ranger as an older guy so it's got this logan spin to it uh there's a short really cool trailer and those little glimpses you get of actually the red ranger in action will fucking floor you man Uh, it blew me away the first time i watched it it really did it was amazing but uh no uh gareth is the he he does a lot of uh, anime voice acting which is pretty dope he's got a huge id listing of anime voice acting he's done he's the star of it he plays jason the Red Ranger. In the fan film and he's also the writer of it so that's gonna be pretty cool to talk to him and we'll do that at uh right about nine o'clock he's a triple threat yeah triple threat match kind of guy uh but no uh so the other thing that we're going to talk about uh I don't, you didn't get a chance to watch the, the WWE thing from last night? No,
2: I can't. I, I, uh, Mike texted me and asked me if he wanted to watch it. I can't get into it. I guess I'm just so far removed and so behind the curve. I, I can't. I, the Fiend is cool. I saw yeah. his, you know some of his interests. I just, I, I mean, I don't know. I can't get into it. Dude, and I don't really, for the most part,
1: either. Like, I'll I'll catch a pay per view every once in a while. Like, it's I've missed like six pay per views that I watched this. So before I say anything about this, I'll let you know a full frontal male nudity. I am not. I've not kept up with the wrestling. I the NXT, all that shit. Don't know what the fuck's going on. This is a pure just credibility
2: revoked casual
1: casual fan <laughs> you know somebody's
2: gonna be like somebody's just like revoke this asshole doesn't know shit it's true dude like
1: i go like whenever i'm watching i'm like i gotta talk to somebody about it so i'm like i'm on twitter i'm like fuck this guy and everybody's like you fucking dare yeah dude you fuck i made fun of daniel bryant once and like the internet fucking ate my ass and not in a good way <laughs> I, it was <laughs> crazy
2: but they crittered it like cri- <laughs> <Christ>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but as a casual viewer just sitting back i watched last night after uh, a, a long day of fandle and football watching uh i had to watch i wasn't gonna watch the fucking browns and the giants play because who wants to watch that shit but uh by the way the giants got their ass kicked last night. i know i by saw
2: the first. i saw the final score
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um i watched it and i didn't watch the first part of it I, I i caught the last three matches which was one was the tag team women's championship um and it was i can't even say Asuka Asuka. Ah- ahsoka Ahsuka, can't say her name. You guys, Ahsoka. If,
2: I, I don't know. I know who you're talking. Yeah, about, if though. you're
1: paying attention, you know who I'm talking about. She's awesome. She's got this crazy neon green eye paint. She like that. She didn't have a partner. They didn't know where his partner going to be. So Ric Flair's daughter shows up as her partner for the match, and then they take on these two chicks that are just mean as shit looking, right? I mean, they're yeah. fucking scary. Like, they're like the two scary chicks
2: uh, of the whole farm of, of Lady they, they, Were they the extras in the craft?
1: <laughs> <Sorry>. Yeah, <laughs> like, they could have been. Uh, fucking scary. But no, the only thing I want to say about that is it was the best wrestling match of the entire night. The, yeah. the Like, as far as an actual wrestling match goes, just watching them actually fight in the ring, fuck the story fuck all the all the fanfare and shit like that just watching them wrestle they blew away everybody else all night long fucking the best of it, man and for the last couple of them i've watched the women have like the women wrestlers are just it's like it's the opposite of what you would think like they're not about the drama it's like let's get down to fucking business and fuck each other up inside this ring and i like that
2: that Uh, was kind of like old school boxing and yeah. they had the women boxing matches. Oh, those were, were some of the best boxing matches ever. They really fucking were, dude. And it was the the, them bitches brutal. <laughs> I was oh like, man. shit. Yeah, they come in there with those dreadlocks
1: or those uh the cornrows fuck you up, man. But it was great, yeah. man. They, they were awesome. Brick Flair was there. He was watching his daughter on the screen, which was pretty cool. Styling and profiling. But uh no, the uh that match was great, man. That was a really fun match to watch. It was great. Like, I don't know my shit, but technically it looked awesome. They were fighting, they were doing a great job. It was fun. Uh the second match I watched. Uh, I have a very opposite opinion of the internet on this. I did not enjoy it whatsoever, and that was Roman Reigns versus uh, Kevin Owens.
2: All uh, right, it wasn't Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior. I wish. who wins the who wins the best. No, <laughs> oh, I can't say anything about Ultimate. He's he's gone. But uh, fuck yeah.
1: it. they keep bringing out the old guys, so like you never know. Wait till the next. Well, resume. Ultimate Warrior is
2: dead, so I can't really say. Well, it. I don't want to be mean about it.
1: Hogan will so. come out for that ratings boost, though. But uh, yeah, no, man. Like the the uh, man, the, the Kevin Owens roman reigns match i just i didn't enjoy it at all number one the story was like it was this it was like vin diesel and fast and furious like all all roman reigns kept talking about family because he had his cousin there who looks just like fucking russell wilson by the way i kept thinking Mm -hmm. russell wilson was running like my god that's russell wilson (laughs) (laughs) you know but uh you hear the like go hawks theme song come on but No, it was just, it was this whole family thing. Uh, Roman Reigns thing, I guess, his whole stick is like, I'm the head of the table. I'm the head of the table, you know? And I respect Roman Reigns because he came back from cancer. Did your dad tell you that? (laughs) I guess he's trying to tell Kevin Owens that he has to show him respect because he puts food on his table because he's the biggest wrestler. Again, I don't know. I'm just guessing. But that storyline just to me from, it was fucking dead on arrival from the beginning. It just didn't care. Didn't give a shit. But anyways, they start wrestling and it's a tables, ladders, and chairs match. So, you know, they put the the belt above the ring. and you got you to gotta climb the ladder. So it's a really cool idea. I've seen some great matches with them doing it that way. Mm-hmm. But they start fighting, man, and Kevin Owens goes after him. He beats him up or whatever. But once they got going, it was way too fucking much. Outside the ring, I hit you one time, and then you you, you do the... ah. Oh. Ah, <laughs> yeah, and like you, you do that and then like they're like how can he take any more punishment and then the other wrestler slowly walks over and he smacks him in the tit and then like he does something else horrible to him and then it's five minutes before they actually interact again because they're both so busy like <sighs> oh
2: like, they're doing the overacting
1: yeah throwing Rowan Reigns is throwing his hair back like it was, it was so much of like I hit you one time there's five minutes before you interact again I'm going to slowly walk back over to you and hit you again they didn't actually it didn't feel like they wrestled except for one really badass moment where Rowan Reigns put Kevin Owens through a table because he got bitch smacked, oh, dude, because Kevin Owens was on the ground and Rowan Reigns walks up to him. He's like, he's like barely like tapping him in the face like get up,
2: get up, you're embarrassed. Oh.
1: You're embarrassed. Uh, you're I embarrassed. thought you were
2: going to say the other guy went, oh,
1: oh, <laughs> he was the, oh, he was going to tie his <laughs> back and then Kevin Owens stands up and just fuck, dude, he bitch smacked. It was a good smack. I mean, it was right dude, across his the, face.
2: Some of the best fighting, I loved it when Hulk Hogan was in the ring back in the day and he punched away.
1: Asha. <laughs> Asha. 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 It, it reminds me of uh, uh, a Cobra when he's like ice. ice. <laughs> ice. I keep waiting for someone to do that. But anyways, yeah, I mean, he did put him through a table and that was really cool. It looked cool the way the table broke over his head. And Roman Reigns, you could tell, had a cut on his back. That was a pretty cool little scene. And then Roman Reigns goes to do it again. Kevin Owens moves out of the way. He runs into a thing. And then there's 20 goddamn minutes of someone climbing up the ladder so slowly and like, you can tell that they know they're not gonna get it. The announcer's like, oh my God, here it comes. My God, is gonna win the whole thing. And like, but as he gets to the top, he reaches out to touch it and realizes that the guy who's supposed to tackle him's not there yet. So he's like, I'm gonna get it! I swear to God, I'm gonna get it! I'm, it's almost there. The timing was just off. Like Kevin Owens, like sat up there and like touched and rubbed. He did everything but fuck that belt on its feet before someone finally came in and tackled him because you know he wasn't gonna win the goddamn thing. Uh, Quality programming right there. He fucked his own belt, and he wipes his ass with a contract. Get over to this guy.
2: Lone Rangers.
1: That's, <laughs> dude, that's why I was like – I even tweeted out. I was like the, – the announcer was just like, Kevin Owens has been through everything tonight and overcame it. I was like, yeah, except for the fact that he can't undo a fucking belt. I mean, literally, he went through all that shit, and he just couldn't get the belt off the rack. He kept getting knocked down. Roman Reigns won. I just, man, I was not a fan of that match at all.
2: I I, I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not. I, again, I don't really follow wrestling that much anymore. I swear, though, I thought there was a lot of uh, content, or not content, but discontent uh, for Roman Reigns. Like Roman Reigns wasn't really accepted by a lot of the community after he beat, I don't know if he beat Undertaker or something like that. I know he had a, a fight with cancer true. and then he came back. And then I think he got more people's respect. But I think a lot, I, I don't, I always felt like more people just didn't like him. Like, they never thought he would, like, not that he was a bad champion, but more like a paper mache champion. Like, they just didn't feel like he had a lot of charisma. It seems like it seems like WWE wants to push him out to be their main star. And again,
1: this is I don't know my shit with this. Uh, it's not my yeah. lane. But it seems like they want him to be the big star, and the fans didn't respond to it. But they keep pushing him and pushing him and pushing him, despite the fans being like he's just not interesting. And I don't think that's the, the 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 human being Roman Reigns' fault. I think it's obviously the character they've given him. They haven't yeah. written something cool enough for him yet to really like get people going, get the people going. But yeah, he did have that battle with cancer. And he came back, and I think people appreciate that as they should. Uh, but it's going back to the same stuff now. It seems like, but uh, let me get a couple super chats here real quick, and then I'll go to the last match, which was really fucking crazy. Marco V Villatoro says, "JJ is a one-hit wonder, but with enough flair to leave a good taste."
2: Woo! Well said, hey, you know we can all hope that when we get with our girls, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just got to do
1: it one good time.
2: We got to hit it and quit it. You leave before she realizes what a chump you are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mister, get me out of here!
2: Uh, yep. Gypsy
1: Warrior, thanks, buddy. Says greatest wrestler ever is Drew McIntyre. I do like Drew McIntyre, man. He's a cool. I man. don't know that. I don't know who that is. He's the huge fucking dude that just wears the simple black undies <laughs> and the boots, and he's got that long uh. black hair, and he's uh, Scottish, I believe.
2: Drew McIntyre just sounds like a shortstop for the Atlanta Braves. Have you seen <laughs> Drew McIntyre? Nice. He really
1: <laughs> does, dude. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre's
2: out there hitting all sorts of shit. <laughs> so.
1: With a base on double,
2: Drew McIntyre mcintyre jeff harris we much. here in atlanta love our drew mcintyre look at him hit that ball to the left <laughs> if there's gonna have to have a rocket up his ass hey, to catch that baby <laughs> i
1: saw i saw drew mcintyre win like one of the last pay reviews i watched i think it was the royal rumble and he was the last guy expected to win but from the second he ran to the ring i went i like the cut of that guy's gym he just looks like an old classic fucking no flare you know yeah. i'm just gonna kick people in the face with my fucking 18 size boot and he won the goddamn thing, and I was shocked as shit. And apparently he's been pretty big since then. But Jeff Harris says, uh, do you guys have a favorite WWE or WCW
2: entrance music? I'm just the sexy boy. Sexy that's a, boy. That's a great one. That, that That's up there. Dude, honestly, it's, it's – uh... I gotta go with it. He's, he's not my favorite wrestler of the time, but I would always with uh, Hulk Hogan. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Because when you when you hear that song when you were a kid that goes, when it comes crashing down, it's like you're like, oh shit, oh shit, it's the it's the it's the yellow machine, go. Like I also like uh, I also did like Million Dollar Man because <laughs> if there's a price on it, uh, the Million Dollar Man always gets his way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, Dude, there were several really great ones from the 90s, man. When we watched uh uh da- Diamond Dallas Page is probably my favorite. A good one. Just cuz he came out to that that weird like Kids Bop version of Nirvana that he came out to with the bang. That shit was yeah. awesome. That always got me going. Uh NWO, I mean that's fucking That's classic, a good one. Man. Yeah. That, that's great. <clears throat> that was that was awesome. And then uh, obviously Stone Cold Steve Austin I think might be the best of all time
2: with that glass that, break? Uh, there was one i think that had a youtube video on it i think he got i don't know if it was stone cold or if it was the rock because the rock had a really good one too but i don't know i think it was the stone cold glass break has the biggest pop like yeah. if, as far as the audience eruption ever yeah i think it
1: does dude. he was just talking about that on the pat mcafee show too yeah. he was like i never fucking get sick of that man it's crazy um, but yeah and obviously like you said Shawn michaels is fucking great dude i'm Shawn not michaels awesome. boy, toy. boy toy toy uh, Edward Santiago, thanks, buddy. He says we need a Loomis reaction to the Firefly Inferno match. Just saying, plus a Michael versus the Fiend, something, something. Uh, yeah, I mean, we. I mean, maybe we will. I, you know,
2: why, why, are they rolling around with that goddamn underwear on? What is this? Why are they greased up?
1: <laughs> it sounds like a UFC. <laughs>
2: you can do Michael, UFC that way too. It's gonna Michael, fight him, or fight him I told you to cancel your goddamn Playgirl magazine. What is this? <laughs> you got goddamn a uh, Skinamax on here. <laughs>
1: Uh, that would be funny as shit, dude. Sometimes when we do wrestling videos, they go fucking crazy, man.
2: Either with hate or Well, that or one, love. yeah. That one we did with the, uh, the Steve Austin uh, fighting uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Was that his name? In the grocery store? Yeah. Stevie
1: the- Ray Vaughn. No, uh, Booker T
2: booker CB Stevie ray, ray Vaughan, guitar player <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah he was uh Stevie ray vaughn was fighting the honky tonk man oh uh, my bad uh yeah uh, Stevie ray like it was or booker t that was great man that was a badass fucking yeah. fight, uh, fight scene but then man. we did the uh uh Fozzie song
1: reaction we did a reaction to jared uh or not jared uh chris jericho's music video and i still get comments every oh, single dude. day dude hate comments on that
2: yeah dude they were bad i was like i enjoyed
1: the shit out of it i thought yeah, it was awesome we loved it we're laughing our asses off like rocking out to it but and all these
2: hardcore Chris Jericho fans were like, don't you disrespect him! How are you disrespecting is him? I got, yeah, he goes, I swear to God, if you disrespect him one more time, I'm going to show up at your house when you're in the shower, and I'm going to do a lion tamer on you naked. <laughs> I'm going to get undressed to get in the shower with you and do a lion tamer, and I ain't gay.
1: Like, <laughs> they fucking hated it, man. Like, Yeah, I, dude, I, they
2: were mad. I literally got a comment on that today. It was like, these two pieces of shit
1: wouldn't know music if it hit him in the fucking face. I, was like, we I, like I, I don't him. know
2: what... Yeah, I don't I guess they thought we were making fun of it. I have no idea, but I don't know how you can mistake like fuck yeah like dude they're totally shitting on it. They're totally (laughs) shitting on it.
1: (laughs) They're talking over the music. I'm like, man, it's a reaction video, like fuck you can watch the video without any talking anytime you want to
2: it's ridiculous i have no idea what happened there
1: i get it if like we talked on someone's cd like man i can't wait for this Eminem cd to come out and the whole time he's like fucking we're like man i really like the song it's pretty good
2: yeah it's <laughs> just coming over top of the yeah music, but it, it was just it was rocking out it was a good song i yeah. like
1: that I, I don't i don't understand people it's weird uh marco v Villator says what
2: about the dx theme i thought about that too man fucking
1: yeah that was a great one
2: It was weird. If you picked for me, though, Degeneration X. Cody and I were just talking about this. Degeneration X versus NWO. I'm going to go with NWO. Forever, because I mean, whatever. In middle school, going to uh, seeing the Generation X, and I going "Suck it!" I'm like, "Suck what? It's not even there." I know. When I was <laughs> you a kid, ba- you micro penis. Like, I, was, I don't
1: even know what you mean. I was totally grossed out by the Generation X when I was a kid. I was like, "They're gross. They're fucking skeezy stoners." <laughs> you know I mean, like, yeah. I, I, like I didn't like it. As an adult, <laughs> I probably, I probably would have fucking loved it. David co says, "Did you guys hear David Golden Green will now direct an Exorcist
2: sequel with yeah, i, I I thought that was a rumor. I just, I literally just saw it before we jumped on. I didn't read the article. I think it was on Comic Book News or something. But yeah, yes. I don't know if it's. I, I don't know. I, I also yeah. saw something about like M. Night Shyamalan uh, have been in talks with DC and Marvel I, for I maybe doing something one. with them. That was just him being like, I talked to him a couple times. Didn't work yeah. out. <laughs> you know, but well, I don't I know. I don't. That. The Exorcist, like an Exorcist, like you mean, like well, that would be like Exorcist Six. I mean, shouldn't they just remake it? I don't know. With, if he was gonna do, it, I don't. I actually don't think they should touch that fucking movie. No. I really don't. They'll probably just call it The Exorcist. I, you know what? I love David
1: Gordon Green. I love Blumhouse. I love The Exorcist. I got to look at that. I'll reserve my judgment until I see like a trailer or a plot line. But overall, the idea of it, if you just floated that to me in a board, if I work for Blumhouse and you're like, hey, man, what, what, why don't we get David Gordon Green to direct an extra se- se- sequel? I'd be like, why don't you fucking go get me a God, some goddamn Red Lobster and shut the fuck up? You are never allowed to read this again. Yeah, I would kick someone out of my fucking office if they brought it up to me. That being said, it could be fucking good. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, no, last match, uh, I want to talk about the big one, The Fiend, the one that all the horror fans love. Was uh, the Fiend versus Randy Orton,
2: right? Oh, I do know. I do know Randy Orton. I
1: love his thing that he does. Do that.
2: (laughs) He's such an (laughs) asshole, dude. But he's perfect. He's a perfect asshole.
1: That shit is hilarious, man. And this was probably the best one ever because it was after he did what he did. He stands in front of the flames and goes.
2: Yeah like that's that's like when you're standing around the uh the bonfire and you find the perfect spot where smoke won't get in your eyes. You're like <laughs> <"Ugh."> <laughs> And your asshole's getting warmed up.
1: That's when you do the testy tuck, dude. <laughs> you hold it you're
2: balls through your legs and you go, magnifico. You stand in front of one of those space eaters like when you stand in front it warms your butt you're like
1: oh no, but it was crazy dude. So the, the problem I've had with The Fiend, it's not a problem with him, it's just the writing of it. I'm like, how does this fucking work? You got this guy who's supposed to be this mystical, scary, unstoppable being, but eventually he's got to get in the ring with the lights on and wrestle. So it's always kind of weird when he wrestles. like He's like, it's the claw! <laughs> he's got his hands in the ring. <laughs> you know, it's always kind of weird. I enjoy the theatrics to it. I enjoy the horror aspect. To it, I love the fucking mask, the Tom Savini mask. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I've always been like, you, eventually you're going to have to pivot. You're going to have to change something to get him in the ring wrestling straight up with people because all the stuff that goes around it has to lead to something eventually. And they seem to always fuck him over a little bit. And I know that WWE fans get really pissed about that. But yeah. he goes in there and he fights him. And it's the exact same thing you've seen for most of it. The, the guy's just walking ready to get after him. And then he hits him. And then the fiend's like laughing and sticking his tongue out. I'm like, yeah, you're scary. We know. We get it. Uh, but he's still cool. Don't get me wrong. He's still fucking cool. And that entrance music's dope. And he comes out yeah. with the fucking head, with the gaping mouth. It's it's dope. It's 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 a, I like it because it's a little bit more adult than what you usually see. And it's got the horror aspects to it. But anyway, the match is, the only way to win the match is you have to set the other person on fire. Which is oh. fucking genius, right? It's fucking <clears throat> genius. I love it. <clears throat> we go set some on fire <laughs> it's call pooping. the fire department this one's out of control <laughs> he called the shit poop but uh and they do the same thing they go out they wrestle around and then the fucking he does the cane thing dude fiend gets up there and he's like fuck and then like all of a sudden the entire ring. does he talk up.
2: no no he just oh. like yells or whatever. i thought he i thought he actually got up there when, like
1: fuck <laughs> he does the he does the michael myers in h2 like die oh. <laughs> oh no no uh the fucking, the, the fire comes out all around the place and it looks dope as shit. And they really, I love the way they utilize not having fans because you can play tricks with the camera. Um, it's because they don't, obviously because of COVID, they don't have any fans, but there's fire all around the ring. He does kind of the cane thing. It's fucking cool, man. It's dope as shit. And they're like wrestling. They're running around and it's, it's more of a movie scene than it is wrestling. They're trying to force each other's face into the fire and it's intense because mm. you're like, fuck, what are they going to do? At one point he breaks out a gasoline can and he, Throws Randy Orton into a rocking chair. He covers him in gasoline and then rolls the uh, the, the gasoline down a line. Lights a match, and you're thinking, "No, there's no fucking way. Like, they can't
2: actually." Did use did uh, did the Broken Arrow theme start playing? <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, he goes, "Ain't it cool?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was fucking dope, dude. Like, I, I thought there's no way he's gonna drop that match. You can't, you can't get that close to these aren't. I mean, they're amazing. Physically stunt. They're not
2: stunt doubles.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I guess wrestlers are kind of stunt people in a way. I don't want to knock them. I'm not saying that. And they're amazing athletes and they put themselves through hell every night. But I'm like, that's too fucking much, right? This yeah. isn't mankind we're talking about. He lit the motherfucker on fire, dude. Randy Orton jumps out of the way just in time. The chair lights up. They're playing right next to fire this entire time. And they're covered in gasoline. Both of them are. And they're trying to shove each other. I don't know how they did it. Everything they used had this red candle shit on it it looked like candle wax so i'm sure that had something to do with keeping them safe
2: they didn't pour it on each other's nipples did they no (laughs) (laughs) like when they were on the way was like
1: oh (laughs) but at one point he like lights a belt on fire and you and and hits him with the belt while it's on fire i'm like holy fuck this is crazy i'd be pissed but you can see some red goop on everything they use so i'm thinking that has to be the way that they get each other safe
2: maybe it's like some kind of fire retardant or something like that Mm mm-hmm I don't know what that's called, but I know they use it. It has to be something that yeah.
1: it's like a uh, uh, old school. And he's like, maybe there's a thong, or maybe it's panties, or maybe it's something cool I haven't even heard of yet. <laughs> I
2: don't maybe know. they use, maybe they just covered themselves with icy hot and gel. <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
1: yeah, Iron Wolf said they probably had a lot of firefighters on standby. But yeah. he fucking did it, dude. Randy Orton lit him on fire, and at first it was like, okay, I understand where we're going here. He pushes him into the fire. The fiend gets lit up. His back lights up on fire, and then. He throws him into the ring. And by the time he throws him into the ring, he's not on fire anymore. And I already thought, I was like, hey, man, that's fucking cool. Like, that was awesome. Uh, That was good enough. But then all of a sudden, Randy Orton goes over to him, and he picks up a can of gasoline. He pours it all over the fiend's lifeless body, covers Mm -hmm. him in gasoline, lights a match, holds it there for a second, and you're like, he's not going to fucking do it. There's no way he's going to fucking do it. He's not going to do it. He lit that motherfucker on fire, dude. Head to toe, completely burnt to a crisp you're looking at the fiend's body in the ring completely engulfed in flames and melting and he's not moving at all. He- obviously they use them. Not they're not being a crowd. And they, they use the can when, when Randy Orton went out to get the gasoline can, Yeah, the fiend rolled out and they put in a body double a dummy. A, yeah. Yeah. Dummy. But I didn't think about that when I was watching him about, I didn't realize that until he was actually on fire. And I thought, okay, obviously that's what they did, but it was fucking entertaining
2: as shit, man. Like it was yeah. really fucking entertaining. It was cool. You saw some shit like that, you know. You'd be like, "Oh my fuck! How desperate are they? Like they just killed a man! For God's sake, I just watched the man get burnt." He was like if that was real life, Randy Orton would have been shot on his way out of the fucking ring, you know? Yeah. You well, know, now the fiend's gonna come back as a uh, goddamn Freddy Krueger. <laughs> like he's gonna have a boiler room that he rolls around with him to the ring. <laughs> hey man, that's hey, that's some uh, that's some cool shit. I don't know. That seems uh, that that seems like some fucking Kiss psycho circus. <laughs> <laughs> it was dope, dude. I mean, you, and I,
1: a bunch of people were really, really pissed. They're really, really fucking pissed. Like, why? Wow, it seems like a good show. Yeah, it's it's, it's almost every single pay per view I've ever watched. You get on Twitter, I was like, I've never watched this shit again. Fuck Vince McMahon. And I think where that comes from is that people want to see the fiend win. Like oh. he he seems to lose every match. He seems to get fucked over at the end of these, and they don't know if he's a heel. or a a good guy, or what's going on. It's confusing. WWE won't give him a straight storyline or fix his shit. But I think someone mentioned that he just had a kid in real life. So, I think what they're going to do is they're going to have him be gone for a little bit. And they're just going to have him come back even fucking scarier. Maybe with a new mask, maybe with a new get up where they can actually stop using the theatrics and they could just put him in the ring and have him wrestler like well, any other wrestler. I, I know, know
2: they did that with uh, Undertaker. He went from like the scary, you know, never talking guy with uh, Paul Bear going, ooh, whoa, <laughs> with his earned. And then he became American Badass or whatever on the motorcycle. And he changed his whole appearance. And then he went back to the other. Under- I don't. I think maybe people are just saying like they don't like he's such the, the guy that plays the fiend. I know it's something Bray or something. I think I don't know. Um, I, I don't. I'm not hundred percent sure. Bray on that, Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Uh, that he uh that he's a really good talent and he knows what he's doing and and he's just being like a, they're floundering. They're floundering with him. They're not putting him in any kind of situations to get his like star up there. Like I, yeah. I maybe that's what they're pissed about. I don't know. I don't watch
1: it enough to know, but. There's also an apparent push for uh, from the, like the studios, as what I read, uh, and people that really want the WWE to become more adult, because they I mean it's pretty it's adult.
2: They yeah. got lingerie matches and everything.
1: <laughs> well, Yeah, but I mean, like you're you're more apt as an adult to share a guy getting set on fire in the middle of a ring than mm-hmm. you are to share, uh, you know, uh, a cool wrestling move, I guess, on mm-hmm. your like Facebooks and Twitters and shit like that. But, good super chats, real quick. Uh, skeet, skeet, skeet squeam queen oh i like the way you spell it squeam queen
2: <laughs> squeam queen says
1: uh new to the channel it's like you're my brandon bros from birth today's my husband's 40th b-day Woohoo! Much happy birthday from us horror sci-fi musician geeps <coughs> happy
2: 40th sorry about I have that. a good one uh, today's your birthday, the 40th. Birthday. He got it right on the Star of Bethlehem. That shit is fucking sacred now. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> the Saturn shit in the skies? Yeah, the Star of Bethlehem. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's not, like, yeah, that's uh, he's got a sacred birthday. That That means, like, You better light him some candles, make him a nice little lobster dinner, and drink some wine. Enjoy it. (laughs) Enjoy it!
1: (laughs) No, that's cool as fuck. We don't get many new people around here these days. I really appreciate that. Thanks. We've been kind of buried in YouTube's basement like Buffalo Bill uh, does to his victims. But thank you so much for that. Really appreciate it. And happy birthday to your husband. That's fucking cool of you guys. Thank you. Uh, Edward Santiago says you guys should look up Sue Young from Impact Wrestling. Her gimmick is based on the Japanese horror.
2: Her nickname is the Undead Bride. Jay will love her. Yeah, dude. Fuck that. I don't want to see no... Crawly, uh, herky jerky. I'm not watching it. Nope, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Like, I, 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 if like they were like, hey, by the way, we're gonna have this scene where she comes in and she's gonna like come up from under the mat and she's gonna like attack you. If I was a wrestler, I feel like, well, first off, uh, you're gonna have another dead wrestler because <laughs> she's dead. If she comes near me, I'm gonna snap that bitch's neck. <laughs> like, it's just fake, bro. I'm like, it's not fake to
1: me. It's still real.
2: It's still real to me. Damn it.
1: Uh, Jason Unger says WWE has their own fire. It doesn't hurt. I mean, if that was a real thing, I'm pretty sure they would use that in like the movie business and like everywhere you go, right? I, I mean, I'm not no, saying I you're no wrong. Idea. I just that that would
2: be a shock to me if that was true. I, 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 is there? I guess maybe there is something called fake fire. But I mean, if it's fucking fire, it looks like fire. If it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, quack, whatever. It's a fucking duck. <laughs> I'm not going near that shit. <laughs> like you're not going to convince me. Hey, go. Hey, man, go run in that blazing inferno. It's fake fire. <laughs> no i'm good i don't
1: believe that shit, man. i'm
2: not i don't believe you it's like that anchor man thing is like i don't believe you
1: ultimately though man i'll say it, I, was, I had a pretty entertaining time i i wasn't i wasn't really into the to the rowan range kevin owens thing but uh it's been getting great reviews on the internet i don't think i had a bad time at all watching it i, I would watch again
2: i'll say it that how much way. was the pay-per-view
1: I don't know. I have fucking. It's funny, dude, because I have. uh, I have WWE. Uh,
2: Oh, I I thought you were gonna say you sell the C's. No. (laughs) Yeah, I sell the. I sell the C's and like hang out with uh Blackbeard, the thief (laughs) of the internet.
1: (laughs) No, I've had a WWE Network account for like months, and I keep forgetting it, and then I get I get billed the ten bucks. I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta cancel that. I barely ever watch it, but then something like last night comes on. I don't want to watch the Browns Giants game, and I'm like, fuck it, let's hang out with some wrestling people.
2: I, I think it's cool. I don't know, man. I guess I'm just like, I really wish, I really wish WCW was just fucking still around, dude. I really, I really wish that there was at least another uh, competitive company. I know there's, there's that one, what is it? T- uh, tits and Ass. What's it called? TNA? Not uh, TNA. AEW. Uh, AEW. Yeah. <laughs> AEW. That mind, like, I swear to God it should be sponsored by Root Beer. Uh, AEW <laughs> A- Root Beer Wrestling. Uh, but no, dude, WCW, if they just had, like, they, they if they were still around, I just love the fact that you could have two opposing sides of, of wrestling you have the attitude stuff the more realistic stuff of which wwe is into and then you have wcw which is more of the superhero kind of cartoony thing i mean, even though they were going pretty realistic the sting storyline still to my in my opinion i think the late 90s with sting and all that shit and the nwo it's the greatest wrestling moment ever well AEW brought back sting he he just came back. No, I know but, he did. I know he came back, but I, I mean I, he's retired like 28 times. And I got to say guys, with the
1: I mean it's cool to see the it's cool to see the old wrestlers come back. You get that jolt of energy and it's really cool to see, but at the same time you got to move forward, man. Like these guys cannot keep coming back. You got to eventually like sell out on the guy, the young guys that you got and really try to make a new classic attitude air. Cause you can't do this forever. You can't bring the edge back every fucking pay-per-view or bring Sting back for this thing or that thing. As much as no. I appreciate it, can't keep it going.
2: But You gotta uh, do it like in Monster Squad, do when she's gotta say goodbye to Frank. Throw him the teddy bear and say, bye, Phoebe! <laughs> bye. Stone Cold is <laughs> the perfect example, man. His fucking show is awesome. uh Uh, the
1: podcast yeah that he does like they utilize the star that he was but they don't have to do it in the ring which is genius you know what i mean yeah but uh i like
2: stone cold as far as just one like a guy that is awesome and like cool outside the ring as he was cool in the ring stone cold is up there He's because i mean hulk hogan's got a big wiener i mean hulk hogan does terry doesn't according to court documents uh but hulk hogan just always like i liked him his character on like and wrestling was like bigger than life he seemed like an awesome swell Cool guy, and then when you get to know him, like according to Hogan or whatever that show was, you're like, God damn, man. Yeah. What yeah, is dude. going on with your tits? I know. Yeah. <laughs> Steve
1: Austin's the real deal, man. Like he's, yeah, a, man. he's him a... and him and
2: Undertaker. He's scared, but he seems like a cool ass dude. Yeah. Well, Undertaker just did that thing uh with uh the, the the wings guy on the hot wings thing. Oh yeah. And then he also did an interview with uh Snoop Dogg and knew there it's like he's the nicest guy ever. Yeah. Like he, he seemed like he's such a down-to-earth regular dude.
1: Dude, apparently on Stone Cold's podcast, or one of the things Stone Cold does, him and Undertaker sat and drank an entire fifth of uh, Jack Daniels on camera. just
2: Just shot the shit did did uh, did did the undertaker's eyes roll up the back of his head and (laughs) 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 And then he sets back up and says give me some more
1: (laughs) (laughs) i could do that Uh, (laughs) all right guys we're gonna go to a break real quick and when we come back stick around make sure you don't leave because we have an interview with a really cool dude doing some really cool stuff uh i'm really excited about it and we'll show you all about what we're talking about when we come back here in about 10 minutes so all right we see you soon we'll see you soon see you real soon Wow, well, just while we're gone, you like it. Bought it at out $10 off. What I'm going to do, uh, before we introduce our new guest, guesticles, is uh, uh-huh. I'm going to show you guys this trailer for Power Rangers fan film, Red Rising. Mm-hmm. It looks dope as shit. You guys are going to dig it. Mm-hmm. The guy we're about to talk to is Gareth West. He plays the Red Ranger in the film, and he wrote the film. Uh, we're going to talk to him all about that. But before we do it, let us show you the trailer ready ready kafka okay here you guys go check this out this is red rising i've heard a lot of
0: people say that they sometimes get struck with high school ptsd wake up in a cold sweat thinking that they were late to class or forgot to study for a test, which makes sense. High school makes people feel like they've got the weight of the world on their shoulders. We did. Shit.
1: Okay guys that was the trailer for red rising and <clears throat> now we are introducing gareth west he is the red ranger in this film and he wrote it and he is a voice actor for many anime films and anime shows the imdb is quite impressive gareth west everybody
2: yeah Gareth West, gareth west
1: oh there he oh, is. What? What's hey. up? Oh, hey, man, how you doing? Up,
2: what's going on? Hey,
0: what's up, you sexy sons of bitches? How are you?
2: Yeah, I'm Great, doing Good. How doing you good?
1: good. I'm fantastic. I, oh. got, I got you cut off here. Hang on one sec. Sorry. We're so.
0: <laughs> I was cut off as a child. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I cut that thing right the fuck off, but
1: uh, <laughs> we've uh, all been there. Let me see here. I got this. I don't know what's going on with my, my view here. Oh, there we go. There you are, you sexy son of a bitch. Oh, there's son Gareth. None of you. <laughs> so, you uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, no, I was, I was just gonna say we we usually don't have people more attractive on the show than we are because we're very very low self esteem type individuals. But we're making a we're making a special case I
0: I was watching and I believe what what are you? Uh, they said somebody called you uh law something. You know. They said you had a brand. You had a brand earlier, remember? A brand? Yeah, one of the one of the fans said that you looked like uh, a sexy something, remember?
1: I don't, I and I usually no. remember all compliments. It
0: was like country, emo emo country. Oh, like that's that. what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Emo remember, country. Uh, yeah, I should start yeah. a calendar. Right. So right off the bat, uh, can I pay you guys a compliment? Can I pay both of you a compliment?
1: We'll definitely sure. take that. Yeah,
0: right? Okay, so uh, I've been watching your stuff for a long time. I love you guys uh fantastic stuff and i feel like i feel like the your fans are gonna agree with this too is that more so than any other content creator that i know or work with or, or follow uh you guys come off as so authentic and so fun and so genuine that i feel like we're already friends personally just from like having watched your videos like i feel like you guys are just two buds hanging
2: out Hey so, man, thank hey you. thanks a lot. Yeah, that's an awesome we'll compliment. Take that. I appreciate it.
1: Anything. Hey Mike, write
2: that shit down. Write that He's shit like, down. On. Dream journal. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Do it now. All right. It's I'm your gonna, diary.
1: I'm gonna give you my wife's number. I want you to text her that and tell her that word for word. <laughs> yeah. All those word, good things word. you just said about me. Uh, no man, thank you so much for for taking the time to hang out with us tonight.
0: Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm just thrilled to be here. You yeah, we well, a blasty
1: blast. So how does that how does it happen, man? Like how did the whole thing get together with you guys just deciding to make a fucking cool ass sort of adultish Power Rangers film?
0: Well, when a man loves a woman and there's a very <laughs> special bond. Uh, uh, no, so basically it, it came about because I was thinking of like fun ideas that I think would be interesting. And I've always been a big Power Rangers fan ever since you know the original. Yeah. And I got to just uh, thinking, like, if we transplant Power Rangers into the real world, we make it real people, right? It's pretty messed up, because, like, if you think about the 17-year-olds, these 17-year-olds get grabbed and basically put into a war where they fight terrifying monsters, and they have the responsibility of the entire weight of the literal world on their back. That's something that, uh, you know, weighs pretty hard on your psyche, so there's got to be some kind of repercussions. There's got, and it takes up your entire life. Like really like, that's the only thing that you're focusing on. And then I got to thinking, you know, Jason, as much as anybody, if, or if maybe more is just like a warrior, like that's like his mm-hmm. whole thing. Like, you know, he, he fights when he's not in doing Power Rangers stuff. He's a martial artist. He fights literally all the time. He's the leader. So like with somebody whose purpose is that, and then how purposeless do they feel, you know, like years down the line, a couple years down the line where they've got nothing that feels like it has that kind of weight that, you know, he had to deal with before. So it came up with just, you know, let's like take a look at um, what if we just made it more personal, realistic and um, dealt with some character. We really want to like build solid character footing. So <clears throat> right on. yeah, so it, it was a blast.
2: Yeah, and then the fact that he has to deal, like, I mean, it's like PTSD, right? That like there's a floating head that was telling him to go kill shit for a long time. And he's like, <laughs> holy shit, a big floating head in an aquarium told me to do shit. Like, did I dream all this? Yeah, I, I get it, yeah. Usually <laughs> you
0: have to take pills when that happens. Exactly. He's like, did I take too to much to
2: Ambien? What the fuck happened? <laughs>
0: honestly i see zord on some sleepless nights actually <laughs>
2: yeah well actually that was going to be my question you pretty much answered i was like what was gonna like what like motivated you to make the red ranger the focal point of the film of what you're doing and
0: you know i i love me some tommy too but like it seems like he's the only one who gets like material made on him mm-hmm. you know what i mean like uh That's true. Like, I, I love all of them but like jason really didn't have his time to shine. Like, I mean, he did just come back, I think, recently in, in the new series, but um, mm-hmm. we were, we were in production before that, actually, before it really, like, aired, but yeah. um, uh, it just, it, he's an interesting character. Like, we wanted to show that somebody who's so traditionally, like, strong, masculine, and, like, the leader could still be vulnerable. Like, he's got this scene. I think I sent it to you guys. It's not the final cut of that yet, but um, where he's flashing back to talking to his girlfriend about how pointless he feels or how empty he feels. And then in the present day, he's working out at the gym. He works at after hours, like hitting this punching bag. Mm-hmm. And eventually he just like keeps hitting it until like, he just breaks down and he's just like, it's, it, it's just like pure frustration. Like he just, he feels pointless and that nothing, but her last line is like, it'll all get better. And then yeah. he flashes back to present and it's very much not better. So <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, was, yeah. And then they they cue the Rocky Four music, Hearts on Fire. <laughs> <job>. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what I felt like. I was watching it, dude. It felt like I re- it really did. I it came off like a almost like a '90s kind of like action flick where you know it's like a revenge story, like a like a Judge Dread kind of like um, a Punisher type of story. Like I don't know, just the way that it looked and felt. Like I was getting also like Van Damme vibes or like kickboxer <laughs> shit. I, I don't know. I was I was I was digging it. I was like, this is badass, man. Yeah, and it's
0: it's interesting because. Um... I would say we, we actually cut that trailer together before we shot like 60% of the rest oh, of the film. Wow, uh, okay. So like the whole ending, there's a huge fight. There's like a, there's a one on 13 person fight that I do. Nice. Oh, so yeah, we got like a whole bunch of people running in and, and fighting. So it's a big old scene. Uh, we've got a monster in there. We've got some really fun stuff that just isn't in that yet that I'm, mm-hmm really jazzed about and then what we're planning to do is is after we release um you know if there's a great response we're on a crowdfunding campaign for a sequel and uh the ideas that we have in that are pretty it's walls to the ball like it's it's pretty i'm super jazzed about uh um, because the biggest feedback we've already gotten is like including other rangers and we're gonna try to
1: bring some more into the fold but keep them all character-wise that'd be dope man and then the trailer where they showed billy i was like oh fuck that's billy dude <laughs> right yeah, oh yeah spot on billy man and that and the, the clip that you sent us that we haven't, you know we didn't show nobody else has seen that yet obviously uh, between between you and kimberly was really cool man there's there some really good acting going on from you guys in that scene by the way settle a debate for us right now i mean i know you kind of already mentioned it already but we've been fighting about this for years um the red ranger is definitely the best ranger I mean now you just asked him to
2: settle the debate you know, and then comes out and it's, it's, like, it's, a, it's a, like it's definitely the truth. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean
1: it's, I'm it's a little l- biased but uh, <laughs> it's a rhetorical question, man. I we we know the red red. Now look, here's my here's my stance on the whole situation. The Red Ranger was the leader. You know, he had it all going for him. He was a decent guy. He didn't even hit on Kimberly. You know what I mean? They had the thing going. There was something there, but they never even went for it. Then Tommy just shows up out of nowhere, just the new kin school. And then, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, Kimberly totally dicked him and just ran towards, like, just, like, forget you, dude. This guy's got long hair, and he listens to AC. And he he had a great bandana. And it's it's the 90s.
0: He's got a a fishnet shirt and a bandana. I can't help myself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and, and they met fighting, right? They were fighting at the tournament the first time that they met. Like this was automatically Jason's, you know, counterpart. And she's just right, like, right. "No, nah, this dude's been good to me. He slow played this relationship. He never forced his hand. You know, never put uh-huh. any pressure on me. But this dude with the long hair, man. And then Tommy just took it and just ran with it. I don't know.
2: I, I, mean- I feel. Like, I feel like Tommy was like that guy, and uh, like I felt like he was Garth in wayne's world when he's like i can go out on a Saturday, on a weeknight like that <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's like i got, i don't have to ask my mom for shit like and then jason was like i, I don't know i always like i you know one of the, the most appealing things for me was green rangers that was just the fact that he had his own zord he had dragon zord the flute right. got the loot i love the flute I, I know it's a flute but fuck he also had a sword too i, I yeah. and you know honestly and then um green with evil was one of the best like parts of that you know the og power rangers ever and you're right though but you are right. Jason never got fully fleshed out. I feel like they always put him in the back burner once Tommy became such a fan favorite, but you always wondered, you know, there was a lot more things they could have explored with Jason overall, you know, how that made him feel like being, taking a back seat to it. And, you know, it would have been great, but I still think your Rangers is better. (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's, it's like not even just, it's so many materials just all go to Tommy, like, and, and like, no disrespect, like, you know, it's a great character, but, uh, and I actually personally think, you're right, the Green with the Evil saga and, like, the OG Power Rangers is, like, some of the best stuff they've ever done. Yeah. Um, but I think Tommy was actually, for me, it is most interesting when he was, like, the cool, special Sixth Ranger. You know what I mean? Right, like, that's true, yeah. When he was evil and then went into, like, being, like, this cool thing that we only called when we needed it because it was, like, you know, a special, yeah. super-duper uh, yeah. trump card type situation.
2: Yeah, that was like uh, it's like fucking like reptile in Mortal Kombat. Like you had to do certain <laughs> combos to get him to appear. <laughs> <laughs> so, They're both yeah. green.
0: It's Illuminati. Yeah, exactly. To- yeah. Tommy is reptile. It's the
2: yeah. I get it. No, I get it though. That's like yeah. It was like that game genie that you popped in when you couldn't beat that level. You're like yeah, I'll just use this <laughs> shit.
1: Yeah. You you know under that mask though, every time they call Tommy Red Rain, you know Jason was like God damn it
0: you know i can i can do it i can do it <laughs> i've got this
1: man did you ever see that there was one and one thing that that i really loved about the trailer was it reminded me of my favorite all time because obviously i'm a red ranger guy it reminded me of my favorite all-time episode of power rangers and i always forget which one it was and kind of exactly what happened but there was a there was an episode where the red ranger gets stuck in this like Dome, uh, right, yes. he, he has no powers and he has to take on Goldar like one on one and like basically oh, yeah, a steel them. cage match with a bunch of dry ice floating around. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Did, mm-hmm. Did, did, did that have anything to do with your all's idea for this whole thing? Because I always thought that was just the coolest freaking episode ever, man.
0: Dude, all, all I can say is you're gonna be really happy when the uh, <laughs> when the, no, the rest shit. of it comes out, dude. <laughs> Hell it's yes. so funny that you mentioned that because that is actually one of the things where like we want to do this, but like even more adult and like more brutal. And like, and, you know, the whole vibes, I loved that whole vibe of like, you know, welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch, like, Golda. <laughs> exactly. like exactly, they, yeah. they really had beef, too. Like, they really like had some like, uh, um, I'd say more so than anybody, they had a big old rivalry, but.
1: Yeah, man, that because like I think that was that episode stuck stuck out to me because you see the Power Rangers all the time, and we all know the story about like how they weren't even in the suits because they just piped in footage from other stuff and whatever super Sentai. Right. Yeah. But right. as a kid, I was always like, man, I would love to see the Power Rangers like as themselves fighting. Like I would like right. to see them not almost not have these superpowers and be human in the middle of the fight. And then when they stripped him of his power and made him fight, I was like, I I must have been like a, a sixth grader somewhere just like throwing popcorn around like, fuck, yeah, here we go. It's on now. Let's fucking do this. Just psyched as shit. So when I saw that trailer, that's exactly what it reminded of, man.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what's what's gonna be happening, and uh, you know, if it makes you feel better as well, I'm also in the suit too. So any stuff that I do in the suit, you, you know, we've we've made the miracle come alive, boys. We finally-
2: <laughs> that's fucking awesome, man. That's awesome. <laughs> we
0: well, put you, that uh, American little boy in there. <laughs> hey,
2: you, uh, you mentioned you mentioned the uh, the darker tone. You know, you know, bringing that to the forefront of your of your fan film. Do you think that would be the the appropriate way for uh, Saban Films to go about bringing the Power Rangers back to the like the regular TV series, you know, that they've always been, you know, they had the movie come out. I actually enjoyed the movie that they just did and and they pulled the plug on it and it was a little darker tone, but they want to reboot the whole thing. Do you think that by doing more of a darker approach with it, uh, they could bring fans that grew up with it along with them and maybe really successfully put it on television? again yeah
0: yeah and you know like uh, the comics i don't know if you guys have read any of the comics the comics are kind of uh, lord
2: Dr- lord Dracon, or is that his name
0: right yeah they've lord kind Dracon, of yeah. been doing that you know what i mean they've kind yeah. of uh, it's it's like a hard balance because the thing is with power rangers especially the nostalgia factor like the market is not really kids anymore really exactly, the yeah. market for power rangers are people who grew up with power rangers mm-hmm. so you know you hit up something like you know, I wouldn't say the MCU is for kids, but kids, like, appreciate the MCU, right. you know, what I mean? and that's not, like, you can still sell toys, you can still do all that stuff. So, really, I don't, I think they're limiting themselves a little bit, because I think it really could take on a take that, like, maybe we, you know, handle some more adult stuff while mm-hmm. still keeping it cool for kids. Like, I. Yeah. the MCU perfect example like- it worked
2: for dawson's creek so fuck it Let's <laughs> do- <laughs> yeah it like, works for dawson's
0: <laughs> creek is instantly yeah. a good idea damn it yeah Like, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's like you would last one day on the creek uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I know man like that's what i mean uh, like yeah a darker tone would be really really i mean i think it would be great i mean they kind of hit it uh, like hinted on those themes back in the day i remember watching uh power rangers was it time force or you know, right. you know, they were a little darker, and they got, and they kind of flirted with that line, like you mentioned, but they didn't really pull the trigger and they go all the way in. But yeah, I, I think you're right. I think the market is definitely not like a little, little, tiny kids like it used to be. And I think the the people that grew up with it are us, like people like our age now, and we're like, well, we'd be interested to watch it with like you know kids or something like that now. But you know, like see it, our heroes come like the more our level, like in a darker way. Yeah,
1: I, I right. think. The MCU reference you made, I think, is perfect because I think we've uh, seen—I can't remember the guy's name that did it—but they did a really dark, they did a really grown-up. Like, I think there was references like cocaine and hookers, like in that short film. It was cool, but I I think—I think you might be right. Like that—that median area where, like, you do the MCU type of thing, where you can have it kind of adult and you can have it taken seriously, and it can have a serious budget behind it, but kids could still watch it. You know, at least like you know a little bit older kids, maybe in that Mm -hmm. somewhere in that that little sphere right there. I think that's actually really smart.
0: Right. And like, the thing is that we didn't want to go for just like shock value by being adult. Cause the thing is that, uh, you know, you got to still respect the characters. Cause like they have fans and like people, people love these characters and, and there is like all the way down, there's a nugget. Of character that you can take and still expand into you know a fully fleshed out person you know what i mean yeah so um even even with the corniness and the cheesiness and what we all love there's there's a character there at the very center so like you don't want to get disrespectful i know in that other one you know it's super crazy popular super super dope technical aspects but like you know, they're killing off characters left and right that people care about, like, really unceremoniously. You know, Zach's doing, like, cocaine and, and banging hookers. There was and cocaine like, and hookers. I there was knew cocaine it. and hookers, man. I, yeah, yeah. I can guarantee that we don't have cocaine and hookers in this.
1: In this next <laughs> so I'm sorry to disappoint Normally you. Normally, that's that was not a good way to get people to come to your party. I was like, oh, no, I ruined it. The whole
0: thing. It's, it's trash.
1: <laughs> there it goes, the neighborhood. So I, I so I've seen some of your Instagram videos where you're actually doing the karate stuff, oh, sure. and I've I've seen the uh, you know the clips that you sent me where you're doing the roundhouse and all that stuff like that. Jay and I are huge Cobra Kai fans. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. you know you know at least some form of martial arts. So like, what's your what's your martial arts background? A and B. How do you feel about Cobra Kai? Have you seen it?
0: I haven't seen cobra kai but i've literally been told by i think everyone that exists in my life to go see it as soon as possible yeah uh which if, if that's like you guys now exist in my life so if you guys are telling me to you know it's it's really piling on uh but, but uh um so my martial arts background is uh actually called wing chun kung fu so it's uh it's a branch off of what it man practice you know like bruce lee's teacher way back when oh. um and so it's it's a form of kung fu i also do some kickboxing and uh the thing with wing chun is that it's it's very like geometry based so for a lot of the fighting in red rising we go with more of like a karate slash like kickboxing approach but i do throw some some chain punches in there at, at certain points but the martial arts background is definitely important it's definitely when you know you're fighting like 13 guys yeah You know, I mean, I know when you guys fight 13 guys, it's often, you know, very important.
2: I, I, have, I have the I have uh, I studied the ability of Roadrunner Express uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an ancient way of running away as quickly as
0: I <laughs> I've been training the internet of Uber which is yeah, exactly car. yeah right, yeah,
2: yeah that's it that's it that's my Hadouken <laughs> I just I, like...
1: I just go to my sexual abilities when that happens that's that's right. all I have to defend myself with in those situations. you know if you
0: start moaning uh, most people
2: want to let you out of the house. <laughs> yeah that's that's the truth
0: 13 guys I'll take all of you I'll take this all my, you
2: 13 guys this, this dude liking this shit <laughs> I'm gone.
0: Yeah, it's like as soon as you like it a little too much, they don't want to be there. It's so weird. Uh, which I yeah. shout sh- sh- out to how easily you can see my nipples in this in this shirt too. It's just
1: Oh uh, dude, I'm in the pointy nipple club. I can't even wear thin <laughs> shirts. I just got razor sharp nipples coming at you. It's bad. I'm glassed. bad scene. You man.
2: get you get like satellite channels from like Mars because they're, so, <laughs> they're She'll so, cut you, man. The, so I
0: don't charm. even have to pay for dish, yeah. It's great. Uh, <laughs> Talking about yeah, WWE
2: earlier. Uh, is I mean I know you you can't really tell us much on it, but I mean you can tell us. Uh, is there like can you maybe give any kind of hint about who uh, maybe the antagonist of the film? So, Just a little.
0: Originally, uh, we were keeping this under wraps, but like uh, we, I feel like you know this is a special moment between. Sure. The, <laughs> so uh, breaking news here,
1: tonight, boys. Uh, we're
0: breaking something, boys. But uh, <laughs> so. Uh, so, we're going with Goldar. Goldar, we're bringing oh, back. Oh, shit. Nice. Okay. We, did, we did an extensive special effect. We have prosthetics oh, and damn. contacts and additional, like, uh, appendages. Like, he is really, like, we uh, full body paint. Uh, really cool effect on Goldar. So, that's yeah. going to be our, our... There's still some secrets that I'm holding. Yeah, yeah, back, yeah. Because, you know, you don't want to give it all away, as the mm. <laughs> bio says. But... Uh, <laughs> um but yeah yeah yeah. i'm super jazzed like he was uh a big part of of we were like who has the most we were looking for character depth right so like who has the most character depth and it's like this guy these guys got a rivalry like that
2: you know yeah it makes sense yeah was there ever like like, a discussion of maybe doing something like with with zed or you know with rita or
0: Zed's like honestly i think my favorite villain we haven't he's all yeah he's he's scary for a kid (laughs) he
2: is i know i know He's I was like, like I brain. can see your muscles. Sn- yeah, your brain's hanging out. Like, holy shit, this is like Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> it really, he does look
0: like a centobite. Yeah, he does. Like, I know. <laughs> That's a centobite
2: mixed with cyclo- yeah, a Cyclops and a centobite mixed. That's exactly <laughs> because, what it is. Cyclops
0: and the X-Men got a little too more pleasure mm-hmm. for pain. and uh... That's
2: exactly it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah go, I guess you guys didn't want to go for the old Ivan Ooze, right? <laughs> just, just find some old guy somewhere. Like, we're just going to spray paint you purple, dude. You're
0: good to go. Well, yeah. We're doing like news but you know when he's like selling the, you know when he's just in like whiteface selling the like uh, the, the things to the kids. So, you know, what I mean? we just do that. It's it's like forty bucks. It was great. Uh, oh, I actually do have an I What I want to do for news if you know this whole thing takes off, is a, I actually want to do like a horror short for oh. news for like Power Rangers because I think news could be sky. Like I got this scene in my head where it's like you know they're like opening a fridge or something, and in the background. Um, you know, it's it's their mom, but out of focus, and it's got, like, a little bit of like, you know, the, the like, terrifying, like, morphed purple face, and then he closes yeah, and turns back around, and it's just his mom, because the shape-shifting thing can be really scary, if you think about it, so. Oh, for
2: sure, yeah, um, yeah. I just I, yeah. Uh, he was an underused villain for, I mean, I don't know if he was underused, or they just didn't flesh him out enough, and that movie, you know, the 95 or 94 movie that came out, it was just kind of, you know what I mean, they took it, and they ran with it, they were like, it's a kid's thing, let's just not make it too scary, and I don't know. But yeah, as far as a horror villain goes, I, I could easily see him being like super fucking scary, especially I mean, with the morphing got, ability.
0: He's got like Freddy. He's got Freddy atmosphere to him with like the, mm-hmm. the joking about, you know, with the deformed face and joking about being evil. And he yeah. got some dope lines where he's like, you know, I miss so many things like the Black Plague, the Spanish Inquisition. And then
2: like, <laughs> That's true. Freddy,
0: That's a reunion. Yeah. <clears throat> and you so, gotta throw in you
2: gotta throw in even for a horror movie he's like if you snooze you ooze <laughs> like, yeah, yeah was was like, little... oh shit
1: yeah that's it I was like oh shit looks like they'll do that did you see the Power Rangers versus Freddy Krueger comic book that came I out I have read that yeah that's I saw you guys crazy. covered that that's, that's was nuts man. It, was,
2: it was awesome man
1: it, it had it's... me thinking dude I was like I mean you could literally put the Power Rangers almost into anything like, you know what I mean? Like you're talking about making it a horror short with Ivanis. it's it's such a, it's a property that you could really just move around and and be versatile with. So flexible for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mean, look how many
0: genres we've managed to slap into the superhero
1: genre. You know what I mean?
0: There's Mm -hmm. the thrillers, mysteries, horror movies. So it's, it's really flexible. And I think that it's, it's got a lack of exploration and I I do believe that's probably because the brand is, is very scared that their base toy sales are going to go down but like i really do think like the mcu has some intense stuff in it and they're still telling
1: captain america kids to like you know for four-year-olds you know what I mean? that's true yeah hey man look at like uh what is it uh five nights at freddy's or whatever it is like my god they freak out about that stuff man and that's a horror-based property and they love it you know yeah
0: even with like some of the anime that I do voices for like all uh, fans will come up at like conventions and they'll, they'll be like very young and then and, and handing something to me to sign and I'm like you shouldn't have seen this but I'll sign <laughs> it anyway like I did some stuff you are not old enough to hear yet
1: but yeah us parents oh, yeah. are like oh it's a cartoon it'll be fine and then you, you hear something or see something you're like what the fuck is this Right. that Maybe. anime shit can get weird man it yeah it's well,
2: well even uh, it's happened with uh mike and i uh on this channel man like they'll be like like kids will be like oh yeah our, our kid loves that dr loomis guy why don't can you say <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh yeah he, he likes that asshole and he's like every, he's every, like... every third word is fuck yeah <laughs> yeah every third word he's like can you say got that new michael it's like oh shit dude, you should not be fucking knowing that <laughs> his Please. first words
0: you know <laughs> it's just yeah this... uh, it's it's <laughs> I mean, awful
1: go, yeah
2: no, oh man yeah
1: how much do you uh, you mentioned that you actually see him in his costume and i was going to ask you about that beforehand anyway because the shots in that trailer and like where they're like kind of like uh blurred out but you can kind of see him or he grabs the sword i mean they are fucking perfect i mean they, they're they good, spot yeah. on they look amazing is there i mean i don't have to give away exactly how much is in there but i was going to ask you how how much you'll actually see you in uniform in the in the the fan film
0: so uh, yeah, and those shots. Uh, the director Brent Garcia is a really talented guy. We got a nice uh, production studio. That's why the production value is so high. Is because our production studio, Tomahawk Ridge, is, is behind it. So we we had a lot of really good equipment, and we got a lot of really talented people on board. Uh, so that's why we like yeah. I, I also have to say like I love those shots. They're they're really pretty. But um, uh, so the suit pops up throughout. There's like some in the beginning because it's it's. It's a little bit out of time because he's got, you know, we've got some like nightmare sequences and we've got some flashbacks throughout to try to give people a little bit of standing of, of where we're at. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're jumping, jumping forward from something that people know into like a, a time period that's not explored. Right. Um, and so there's, there's enough, like uh, there's the suit stuff. I hopefully it's not overused, but I would say there's enough to satisfy people. Um, I'm satisfied.
2: So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, when, uh, yes, uh, when you put when uh, <laughs> uh, when you put it on, uncle. You know
1: When you put it on, <laughs>
2: When you okay. put it on, did you feel like I'm a total fucking badass now? Did you feel, did you feel it? Did you feel like you like held up the fucking power sword and gray skull? Like, I power? did. It. So, <laughs> all right.
0: So, uh, this is funny. I said, so the first time I put it on was for the screen test where we were doing, like, we let off some smoke bombs and we were doing screen test on, on how it would look. Right. Yeah. And I felt so cool. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was like oh and then you know you get people on set and they're you know it's like their childhood coming to life and we got a pretty dope suit that we put together so they were just like oh yeah like finally like it's so cool to, to see right. my like childhood standing in front of me uh in the second time that I put the suit on to film it's me running through a desert and like oh. really uneven so that and it's like cold because it was like way way <laughs> earlier in the year and yeah. uh so in the desert at like 5am freezing in like spandex and they slapped a bucket on my head and I couldn't see anything. So like literally there's these really cool looking shots where I'm like praying that I'm not running off a cliff. <laughs> uh, I felt a little less cool because I was like, somebody hold my hand to get back. Cause I <laughs> don't know where I am right now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but, but this shit's cold. <laughs> or just hold my hand for moral
0: support. I'm scared. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I get it, man. Yeah. Holy shit. But I, um, so I don't know if you got uh, like what's the uh, you guys got like a full like a length of the film like how how long it's gonna be or
0: we're looking at somewhere left or right of the thirty minute mark the
2: thirty minute mark
1: about okay. thirty minutes
0: yeah Sweet. So. okay.
1: It's a sweet yeah. spot man do they have Do that you guys have any kind of release date yet or are you still working on it with COVID and everything <clears throat> going on so
0: uh you know we had a release date and then like one or two things happened this year uh you might have heard of them uh just you know <laughs> oh, yeah. global wide chaos and pandemic uh besides <laughs> that it was really not that bad uh so we've we've canceled the release date and we're now it's like 95% done. We are getting the final VFX and we're writing, everything shot. We're just getting the final VFX and the final music, but due to scheduling being really weird with some people you know, getting mm-hmm. laid off and some people having to deal with a whole bunch of stuff like lockdown, um, we don't have, we're, we're gonna set a release date like a month or a couple of weeks after it's completely done. Like when it's ready to, ready to rock and roll and just drop that bad boy anywhere, then we're, we'll set a release date just to be safe because uh, we don't want to disappoint anybody. That's yeah, awesome. That I makes sense. In my Regular life, you know. <laughs> in, the bedroom, you know no, you, <laughs> in the bedroom, you Maybe know. not you, man. In the bedroom, you know. Personal
1: experiences is what I'm talking. about <laughs> The like,
0: Pulling from personal experience. Jay, too.
1: I can tell we were in the same room. It was it
2: was weird. But no, what uh, happened?
0: <laughs> <laughs> was like, Jay was just in the corner watching. Not, uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> you know what? I feel like the guy in fucking grandma's boy. How could they see me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, <laughs> the lights were off. It's like <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was wearing camouflage. I thought it was fine. You have
1: ruined your performance. Do not ruin mine. Exactly, yeah.
0: <laughs> Taking notes, just, you
1: know. <laughs> your diary. Man, well, I, I got to tell you, dude, it's 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 a really cool thing. I, I, this is a weird question, okay? But I love weird questions. Let's do They're the best. When, when you put on my biggest fear, when I think about all the times <laughs> I could have played a superhero. Right. There were many. Um, you know, I had kids. <laughs> things happened. But... When I think about that cinnamon toast
2: man, <laughs> 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 I would love to play sit powder. I, mean, be band, cool, man. Like, I can do I'm that like, shit. It. Give me a beef yeah. <laughs>
1: Good to go. But uh, so when you put on the suit, is it like is it a spandex material? Is it a metallic material? If we're talking about if we're talking about lower regions,
0: oh, we're talking about junkie junk. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, yeah,
1: yeah. Is there a fear? 'Cause I don't know if you've ever worn like a like a like a swimsuit when it's cold outside, you gotta go like White Rod or know. Right. You just put on a pair, of, you know, you you're a gym guy. You can tell. Yeah, you, you know, you put on a, a certain Actually, pair my of sweatpants. Gareth,
0: but it was really close.
1: There's a, yeah. <laughs> There's a three D dimensional printed painting of your, you know uh, It leaves nothing to the imagination, yeah. Yeah. How was that with the Red Ranger suit? Are 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 you, are you so, flashing or yeah.
0: You're absolutely right. If you were to wear just the red ranger suit by itself, it would look like a, a textbook like anatomy <laughs> drawing. Yeah. It would just look like gonna... uh, You know? I know. Uh, oh shit. There's the scrotal region, but no, but uh so on the all
2: bulgy I'd put socks in that bitch, it'd be like, Holy shit, that motherfucker's got <laughs> an alien. There's a
0: small action figure that I stuffed down there every take. Yeah, yeah. I just really didn't think anyone would notice. But uh, it's (laughs) uh, karate chopping action. But uh, so we, (laughs) I had the most uncomfortable thong that I had to wear. So basically, what you do is like to make it a flat surface, you put like a padded thong, and then your boys are in the next zip code. Like everything going on there is losing circulation every second that you are. So painful, but you feel safe. You feel very protected in the fact that you can't feel it anymore. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I bet those action sequences go real fucking fast though. Like I gotta check on my boys. Let's get through this real quick. I've got motivation. Go. One, one take.
0: One take. Yeah. Let's no, do no. it. And I'm like doing kicks in the thing, and I'm like, you know, this this whole operation is could go wrong at any moment
2: yeah you're like walking around like steven seagal you're like i don't need to do another take i'm done already
0: (laughs) right oh kick me in the nuts dude just so i can feel something again (laughs) so i get another thing with my tinder bio says it's just (laughs) kick me in the nuts (laughs) to feel something but uh but also steven seagal have you ever seen how steven seagal no-sells stuff in his movies nowadays Oh, yeah, oh. he just doesn't care. Well he, well, he doesn't. Ref- he refuses to look like he's ever injured. No, so yeah. There's this, there's this scene in some movie where he's fighting Mike Tyson, and he takes one to the face, and literally, it's just.
1: Like, yeah. like my
0: man looks like a gentle <laughs> gust of wind, just carried his face to the left and back. That motherfucker
2: has got a Terminator endoskeleton. <laughs> <He laughs> Can't be imagine being that, like
0: that, caught up in yourself and you're like you'll
2: oh, be in your movie. Bro. Oh man, Seagal, like yeah, for sure. Like he he doesn't want to <laughs> lose in any in any situation whatsoever. I don't know what movie it was, but there's a there's a the bar fight scene with him, and somebody like I guess in the script they have him where he gets hit, and he got I think like in that it looks so real that he's fucking pissed like he was like that guy was never supposed to hit me i don't know who added that shit in i'm gonna fucking really break his arm <laughs> like it's <was laughs> like
0: he was pissed some stuntman with a death wish was just <laughs> that's what it was yeah, well, give him one yeah just slip <laughs> one in
2: yeah I was he's like damn
1: he's always been that way man like he, he he always seems like he refuses to get hit but now in his older age and i haven't <laughs> who has watched any of his more (laughs) recent movies lately but like i can't imagine him walking in there and be like no one's allowed to hit me (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah, like i mean come on man it's hard to miss you at this point well i mean it it goes all the way back
0: to even his good movies like under siege where like the the final battle against like tommy lee jones is like (laughs) tommy lee jones gets destroyed there's (laughs) zero tension it's literally just like and then he slams a knife in his head and you're like well,
2: well okay well yeah it was it was it was quick Well, it, like uh john like was has a great story about him i, I don't know if you've heard that story about executive decision mm-hmm. and he said he walked in and, and like literally you know steven seagal's not even in that movie but 20 fucking minutes and he walks right. in he's like, what i say is law and john was starts laughing at him because he's like hey this guy's joking he's cracking a joke and he's like he slammed me against a brick wall and hit my head and i couldn't breathe i was just like why but what, what i really wanted to say is like you're big and fat you run like a girl <laughs> but he's like i couldn't say that to him but that's how that's how he is man steven Skull is one of the strangest like guy that really believes his own mythology and he has shifted so much on his background that motherfucker's a chameleon i yeah. don't know what he is anymore
0: <laughs> like yeah, he's a... uh, sorry go ahead
2: no yeah, yeah go, go ahead oh uh,
0: there's just like there's interviews where it's this guy like getting the real take on steven seagal and they're like you know who's a hollywood tough guy would you say like michael J. white and he's like can I laugh in your face? <laughs> That's like, Why oh, so, are you such a douche? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Like, can you imagine the balls that that man has? Just like, can I it's, in insane. it's
2: insane. He's like, yeah, dude. I think the only one that he kind of even give like gave a little respect to is he was like, what about Chuck Norris? Like, well, Chuck's getting kind of old. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, eight, he's like, you know, seventy himself. And he's like, Chuck's a pretty old guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> about,
1: dude? I, yeah, I, I love so the fact so that he went to start like literally arresting people, you know, and they like, they, they notice who he is when he arrests them, like on his thing. And he's like, I'm just too worried about the arrest to be concerned with signing autographs at this point. <laughs> it's like, dude, like you have to go, at, you have to find the criminals to find people who have like seen your shit at this point.
0: I, I also love the idea of like, this guy's getting arrested and he's got his under siege one DVD in his back pocket. He's like, Oh, wait, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> I we did. I'd be in the squad car, like, this is great. This is great. I don't care yeah, what the yeah. fine is, man. You're good just... TikTok me. Like, yeah, dude. I would do it at a heartbeat. I would, do I would get arrested just to meet Steven Skull. And I don't even like him that much as a human being. Just to be
2: in the car, though, like, can I just smell your ponytail?
1: Hey,
2: I'll tell you what, man. Stephen Skull still terrifies the fuck out of me. I know he can't run fast. So you can, but it, like if you were like at a gas pump late at night, you saw him, he would just standing there. I would never ask that guy for anything.
0: That's I, those choppy arms. Yeah, I, I don't want to <laughs> touch that. I
2: don't want to go near it. Like if I say, hey, can i get your eyes like don't talk he's like yes sir i won't ever look at you again like i respect you i respect like, you uh native american asian whatever you are like this week because he changes his background like every five seconds like he really does i think he's yeah, russian i'm a oh, russian he's
0: mongol russian, he's a russian mongol yeah. <laughs> So it's like the shoe polish is just falling off. out <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <all the> <laughs> <raining>. <laughs> yeah
2: Oh, I think that was I think that was actually uh, one of the stories. They said that uh, Steven Seagal fell into like uh, like some kind of water and he, like he popped up and you could see the streak marks running down his head from where he painted. Like, that's
1: like
0: know, but, that's the equivalent of like you know when somebody pees in a pool it turns you know
1: like, yeah. yeah. green. <laughs> yeah. So so who do you think as a martial artist yourself who do, who do you have in in the in the world of jean Claude Van Damme versus Steven Seagal if you put him in a steel cage who do you take? Oh, you mean, but Jean-Claude Van Damme versus
0: Steven Seagal?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: Jean-Claude Van Damme, man, dude. Oh, I, I think like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like, it, you know, he was he was real. I mean, I'm not saying, like, Steven Seagal at his height. I'm sure he was a really dangerous guy. I just think he's bought so much into his own, like, bullshit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like, Aikido is a great martial liar. But, like, you can't think that you're literally unkillable. Like, this man is, is like, Jesus-
2: him, like, <laughs> That's about pretty energy. much it, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah,
1: and I, I generally think that his career would have, you know, because there's that whole thing in the, in the i don't say in the industry but in life anyways you know you treat people with respect and it comes back that way i think that was the worst thing about seagal i think he always treated everybody like shit and then you saw how his career went i think his career could have taken a completely different turn had he just been a decent human being to people but yeah nobody wants to work
0: with a creepy asshole like no matter how much you're getting paid nobody would if you can pick a non-creepy asshole and the creepy asshole, even if the non creepy asshole is a little less talented, you're probably gonna go for the guy who's not, you know, <laughs> yeah. all the way up his ass.
1: Especially yeah. in 2020, where you have to be afraid of anything anybody says. Definitely it's don't wanna put Seagal on there. <laughs>
0: everything's everything's yeah. trying to kill you or like, cancel you. You have to yeah. be very careful. Yeah, it's like well, no, it, it's I it, actually it, it, wrote
2: well, the Bible. I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Whoa! I didn't know you were
1: black. Steven. I just I
2: just read the greatest script of all time. Yeah, who wrote it? I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> That's like the same energy he has. Like
0: every day, I wake up and I call the best martial artist I know myself. <laughs> I, of, uh, look, I, I look in the mirror and I was like,
2: "How much? How much can one man do? I can't be everywhere." <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Oh, <laughs> On shit. Christmas, it's just he's got a little like uh, what's the thing? A little dioramas, except he's baby Jesus. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> just, it's just Steven Seagal's. The, uh, the tree topper is his face yeah, yeah. This, he's With in the, the star he's in the star <laughs> that's what it is black shoe polish on the star yeah that's
1: the greatest steven seagal reference i've ever heard in my life that's so true.
0: i, I want to make it i want to find it on etsy somebody's got it. got it
1: you know what you could probably hire him for it it's probably not that expensive these days right? <laughs> i don't know but dude thank you so much for hanging out this has thank been a blast you, man, man. This- oh man
0: i was so happy to be here it's great to meet you guys and uh keep doing what you're doing because i love your stuff
1: Oh, man, we appreciate oh, the hell out you. of that. And we'll definitely, we'd love to have you back on, maybe uh, as it comes closer to, to coming out or if you guys release a trailer or whatever. But anytime, man, you want to come back on the show, it's been a blast having you. This has been fun as shit. <laughs>
0: <had> <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, you guys have, like, the the coolest night on the planet. Thanks Oh, so and much. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Oh, Merry Christmas,
1: oh. man. Thank you so much. Happy yeah. Holidays to you. <laughs> and to you as well, man. Don't let the, uh, co. Are you going to be able to see your family with everything going on?
0: I will. Luckily, I quarantined and, and all that fun stuff beforehand. So Christmas mm-hmm. is safe nice man (laughs) man. yeah we got dicked on thanksgiving but
1: christmas is a go so far so i'm excited about it
0: getting dicked on thanksgiving doesn't sound like
1: the worst ever (laughs) (laughs) it's the worst ever the turkey's
0: getting stuffed and so is something else (laughs) oh shit
1: gobble 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 oh oh, no (laughs) <laughs> if
0: that's noise you're making i don't think you're gonna get a second <laughs> yes, time I don't, they're never calling you back they're never calling you back i'm
1: saving it all right i'm saving it for next thanksgiving so for, buddy. for marriage uh, <laughs> i don't gobble unless i'm fucking married okay you want the real gobble you got to put a ring on it all right and Some a fucking on turkey one. gravy roll right.
2: some beyonce put a ring on that shit.
1: <laughs> all right th- thanks for hanging out with us man i really care, appreciate I'll it. see you guys in my dreams yeah you bet we'll you see will. you there i'll fucking be there buddy Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was cool, man. That was such a nice guy. Awesome guy.
2: Really, super nice. That was super fun, man. Um, I was—I'm not gonna lie. I was a little intimidated by his good looks at first, because I, I was like, you. "Well, this guy is just gonna be like into himself." But wow, what, what a gentleman! And not only is a, a gentleman, but he's definitely the guy I'm gonna take to prom. Like 100. Smooth. He's the, he's the guy. He's the guy that you see, that you think that should have started, and can't hardly wait like the hunk that you can't get, but really he's a good guy underneath.
1: Yeah. And I know that we do this top half, you know, so that we can, you know, hide our lower halves, but Mm -hmm. that guy's, you know, check out his Instagram. Okay. He's a good looking guy, guys. That guy's got a, that's got, he's got like the fucking eight pack going on. Ladies, you're going to, y'all go go
2: ahead and check that out. And then make sure that you send us uh, the pictures of it. Cause I mean, I want, I want to frame it, but yeah, what a wonderful guy and uh, really some good information. Like he, like he gave us the, uh, the reveal I thought was interesting. Uh, the antagonist of the film is going to be Goldar, which is Dude, pretty cool.
1: The ball to do that in a fan film, I cannot wait to see. And I don't mean that like, oh, they're going to fuck it up. They can't do it. Um, uh, from what you've seen, from the quality of what you saw before, to see them go- do Goldar is going to be dope as shit.
2: Yeah, I didn't get a chance to ask because I, I meant to, but um, I was I was wondering like how much. Like I know he said he's got you know a lot of practical effects and things like that. I want to know how far are they going to go. Like the Robert England, Freddy Krueger, like really the make him scary, scary, or, or to ke- kind of keep it, um, not so super scary that, gives you know, that whole thing with Batman forever where they were talking about the, the, the two face and the original uh, concept was too scary. Uh, as far as two face to actually put on screen. Yeah. So I want to know how, the, how grotesque they're going to make him or if they're going to make it in between. I mean, cause he's going to be probably scarier than he was on the the, the TV show, but, yeah, dude. and
1: then Goldar looks like... He looks like Beast wear, like I, The way I picture him in real life would be like... Because they've never done a real life Goldar. It looks like Beast wearing fucking gold armor. You know what I mean? That's got to be yeah. hard as shit to do. But... And, and here, like, Not only is Goldar going to be in it, but he's going to be wearing the suit. There's going to be actual Power Ranger action going on. Plus, you're going to get yeah. that Jason without his powers fighting as a human being, which is just like a dream for me as a kid, man. That's why when I saw this trailer, I was like, that's that's my fucking shit, man. That's going to be yeah. fucking cool. And, I,
2: and, yeah, and you guys make sure you guys go out there and support him and, and make sure you like the trailer and, and, and make sure that when the movie comes out that you're there and you're going to watch it and stuff like that because I would love to see what this guy's vision is afterwards, too, because I mean I think that if you guys are, are responsive to to i mean he might make because i mean i'd like to see the other you know rangers you know maybe get something going with it like i want to see I, I would like to see his take on tommy what tommy what worse Tommy because you don't even see tommy in the trailer
1: yeah and, th- and that's the thing too like so uh at red rising the film is the instagram handle for the for the film and then at gareth T West is the Instagram for him, so go follow him, guys, and check him out, so, uh, dude. I'm shocked at what a
2: cool. I'm, nice I miss him already. Was. I miss him already. I really <laughs> I do. I feel like I feel like now. I was like, we should have like kept him on. I like, I don't know. Like I was like, maybe he can. Join the channel or some shit. I'm like I don't know. He'll, he'll he'll definitely give us like a more uh, ladies. Yeah, no doubt <laughs> that we'll about That will click on the on the subscription button. <laughs> no doubt about that, my friend. Uh, but yeah, no, It sorry. won't even be our. It won't even be a skull anymore. It'll just be his rock hard abs. And it's will like, say subscribe, <laughs> bitch. <laughs>
1: That's what we should do. I'll, I'll have him send us a, a picture of just the abs. We'll just put subscribe on it on the back. No,
2: I don't want. I also don't want to make him feel uncomfortable. You know, like it's I'm like kidding. that. I don't, we're coming <laughs> off raping. No, I know. But I, I he, we just met him, and I've he's still watching. He's going to be like, ah, uh, yeah, that, you know, it was fun at first, but these guys are getting serious. Actually, beginning <laughs> to become uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to take you to the blue oyster or anything, Gareth. Like, you know, in police academy. But with, like, bah, 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 bah,
1: bah. <laughs> you know what I got from the trailer and from the the, the video clips he sent me? He's got a nice Lee Pace vibe going on. A little bit, yeah. a little bit breaking Benjamin's lead singer, uh, Ben Burnley. In, in, his, Burnley, in his younger yeah. days i could uh, see it a little bit of that and then a little bit of uh uh who did i just fu- i just fucking said it who lee I just, pace lee pace the actor lee pace got a little bit of those good actor man a uh, hell of a guy can't wait to watch that thing
2: well and and and, and really and uh, the idea and, and the fact that he's passionate about the about about doing this oh he knows I mean, his he, shit he, dude he, he knows he knows power rangers and he likes the red ranger and, he, and he's doing you know so he's doing it in a favor. I, so, you know, cause you can have a lot of people like, well, what's going to sell? Like what's going to sell? Oh, I know. I'll just make a power Rangers movie. I don't really know much about it. This guy actually seems to know his, uh, P's and Q's and like yeah. is on it. So and
1: he's not just Jason. He also wrote the damn thing, which I meant to ask him about what it was like writing it. But, uh, I imagine we gotta have him on again. He was a fun guest, dude. Yeah. Uh, not that we ever have guests, but we we're gonna start having guests. So that was a really good fun yeah, we, start.
2: We got some we got some shit lined up for 2021. You guys are gonna be shocked to your panties. Oatmeal cream hopefully, pies. Hopefully. The, seat, yeah. the actual guys. All nutrients. right. Well, we might as well break it. We might as well break it. We got Steven Seagal coming on in 2021. Oh dude, <laughs> I, dude, I would I would literally take a sick day if Mike said, Hey man, we're gonna interview Steven Seagal. I was like, I'm not gonna be there. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm gonna call in. I'm gonna call in on Mike's phone and he can put me on speaker, and then I'll, I'll hang up as soon as I get scared.
1: Four people we can never interview: one Steven Seagal, two Rob Zombie, three the original Green Ranger, uh, whatever his name is,
2: uh, Jason and, David Frank.
1: Yeah, and four uh, Michael Bean. Uh, we've talked way too much shit about those four characters to ever have them on the show.
2: They'll never watch our shit though. Like I, I don't. Like the only the only thing that the only thing that would ever happen is. If we did interview someone like Rob Zombie, and then maybe his assistant's like, "You need to watch this first. <laughs> you know, and, and they gave they gave him a, a, like a video of either my H two rant last a couple of weeks ago, or or just the general like <laughs> dislike that we've had for his films, and then he comes on there and like completely like stealth bombs us because he's like, "Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. I think you guys have a lot of good stuff." And then like 20 minutes in, he's like, "By the way, I think you're both fat. You're ugly. You're untalented." Bullshit YouTube. You have never made a movie in your life and you dare judge me with my greasy dreadlocks and my crab covered beard? How dare you? And we'd be and we'd like, like
1: but like, everything you just said was true.
2: You're like, yeah, I was like, well, <laughs> you said it right, but uh, I don't know what you're talking about because the only one that I know that talks shit about you was Lee McCoy uh, from. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: exactly what we do. No, yeah, yeah, but, but hey, man, I don't know. Yeah, I actually wouldn't mind talking to Steven Seagal, but you got to talk to him like, like he's like like a fire starter, like he's an arsonist or something that could set you on fire <laughs> any fire second. Starter. Like, well, it, it like that. He's like that kid in *Brightburn*. Like, you know that motherfucker can laser you in five seconds. Like, if you were like face to face with him, so you got to be real That's careful.
1: True, All right, I gotta pee like a racehorse. I I am, my my battery's dying. I even wanted to talk that to to uh, that dude longer, but I, I fucking I'm, I, I have to my pee real bad. Uh, real quick, Todd Fayer says, Mike, what superhero would Jay be great at playing in a movie? jay i think we covered this before with blake like i would be the Hulk because when i get drunk on whiskey i get angry blake yeah. would have been um iron man and you would have been captain america is that what we said
2: no the, the fucking blake he was like well he changed his no he said you would be yeah your hulk he was iron man i think he threw fucking hawkeye at me like, <laughs> <laughs> uh and i was like all right well fucking. i was like i'll never miss and that's what i said to your mom <laughs> like <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, James Mark and Hawkeye. <laughs> and
2: I'll go with Hawkeye. I'll take Jeremy Ritter. that baby face-faced <laughs> fucker.
1: Uh, we'll be right back, guys. Don't go anywhere. We're going to unbox some shit and have a good time. All right. See you. Here comes that white-faced fucker. An asshole like no other. He's a big old piece of shit. Wants to stab your sister's kids because he's a white-faced fucker. Loomis can't recover. Dr. Challenge drunk again. Sleeping with your sister's friends.
2: Do you want to know about the darkness?
1: I said got it God
2: down you Michael I said got it Lot of people don't know the darkness that goes inside their hearts I said got it God done you Michael What are you gonna do on October 31st?